Hello again, world. Welcome to another episode of Golf Subpar. I am Colt Nost, joined as always by my guy, Drew Stoltz. What's happening, buddy? Good to be with you, Colty. Another big week in the golf world. Huge week. Arnold Palmer Invitational. Uh, kind of turned out to be a U.S. Open. Yeah, this is like two weeks in a row now. We've been going through some some carnage. Single-digit under-par winner for the second week in a row. I wanted no part of being out there. This is probably one of the first times since you've been on the sidelines. You're like, yep, being retired ain't that bad. I was perfectly fine with uh, sitting on the sidelines watching it. But I will say I was very excited to see some rough on the PGA Tour. Yeah, from what we were told, like that was more rough than they've had out there in the years past. And it made a hell of a difference. Obviously, the wind came up too. you got to have a little cooperation from Mother Nature to get guys in single digits out there. But it's amazing what driving in the fairway, you know, if there's an actual penalty for missing them, what it'll do to guys. I hope I hope more venues out there look at that. And I know every course out there can't be Bay Hill, can't be PJ National, but like grow up some rough, dude, and things get pretty hard pretty quick, especially when the firms are that or the greens are that firm. Exactly. I mean, the, the greens were not green. They turned a whitish grayish yeah. color. It was terrifying, to be honest. I mean, the balls, I mean, guys like Roy McIlroy who hit it to the absolute moon. Their their nine irons were releasing 30, 40 feet. Yeah, it was it was fun. It's fun to watch, but yeah. you're like, you're right. It was like damn near us open conditions out there. And that's two weeks in a row for these guys that have been, that have played the whole Florida swing. And now they're going into the players. It's like, God, how much is too much before going into, you know, the biggest non-major of the year. I, I would feel like some of those dudes might be a little gassed out by now. Yeah, for sure. But Terrell Hatton was, came out. He survived Terrell four under par winner by one over Mark Leishman uh, shot over par Saturday and Sunday and still got the W, which does not happen very often. Uh, stat check here. First time a winner on the PJ tour has shot over par and won since the 2006 U S open and wing foot Jeff Ogilvie winner. So it's been 14 years since a guy won on PJ tour shooting over par on the weekend. Also known as the Phil Mickelson meltdown. Correct. On the, exactly. on the, yes. on the 18th hole there at yes. wing foot. But uh, it was a, it was a fun tournament to watch. Me personally, I thought uh, Terrell Hatton won the golf tournament on number 13, the short par four. He blocked it in the right rough trying to lay up and hit a shot over water that somehow he got to land softer than anything from the fairway had all week. And it was just an incredible shot, um, especially when two holes before he was beating himself with his putter, uh, yeah. <laughs> flipping off the water and shooting a bazooka at also where his ball went in. Uh, just standard tour stuff after you make a dub, you know what I mean? You got to fire the bazooka and, and throw the, the bird. Although the, I didn't see the finger actually go up, but it, it was, was pretty much, it was, a, it was implied. It was, it was an implied bird. I don't think he was uh, feeling his leg. bicep. No, he's, by the way, that's his first PGA Tour win. Uh, like probably more to come. He's a really, really good player, but I hope he gets in the hunt every week because he's fun. He's a fun dude to watch. You don't know what I, there were three different times I was watching on Sunday. I was like, here it is. This is the moment where he's going to just completely lose it. And it's going to be a gong show out there. And he, he had a few little episodes or whatever. It held it together pretty well for a guy trying to win the first time and on that course. But dude, the, like, where there's a few times where you were not like, Oh boy, it's about to come. It you're yes. You're hundred percent right. And it's good TV. It's, I mean, it's awesome. Look, I love Dustin Johnson, Rory Brooks, Kepka, all these guys that just flatline it out there. But watching this guy go on a roller coaster of emotions, that's fun for me. And I think it's fun for the for the audience. Yeah, for the everyday golfer, they know exactly what you're going through. Up and down. They're, not everyone in the world is as consistent as these guys are week in, week out. You know what it's like. Like, playing good, playing good, double, freak out, lose it, all that stuff. And, and Tyrrell was doing it. 
Uh, he was staying true to form because that's kind of his rep out there. But it was fun to watch. I couldn't take my eyes off. I was like, yo, go put the camera back on him. I think he's about to lose. I think I he's mean, about to freak out. Awesome work by NBC when he was slapping his back with his putter. I mean, just yeah. incredible audio. Just bam, bam, bam. Yeah, these weren't little taps. These weren't like, hey, guy, you know, let's 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 fix it. He was just beating himself. I saw in an interview afterwards, I think it was on the Golf Channel, where he uh, they asked him, they're like, you know, they showed it to him. They're like, does, does this leave bruises on your back? He goes, Honestly, I do it so often. I think my back's really strong because of this, and it doesn't affect me anymore. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm immune to the beatings. But everyone says, like, off the course, nicest dude in the world, funny, laughs, all that stuff. On the course, he's, like, his own worst enemy, his own worst critic, beats himself up over bad shots. All, comes out, like, once a month or something with some great audio after a really bad shot or things like that. But apparently, off the course, like, one of the nicest dudes uh, you could ask for. I mean, that's kind of how I feel like a lot of the elite athletes really are. I mean – when, I mean, you look at, like, Tom Brady. He is meaner than hell out there on the football field. You can see him yelling at his teammates, all this, trying to get him going. And then off the golf course, he's this gentleman that's super nice. Michael Jordan was the same way. He, I mean, he wanted to kill you on the court. And then afterwards, y'all go have a beer, have fun, whatever you want to do. Go play golf. But uh, there's a different side of uh, Terrell Hatton when he's on the golf course, that's for sure. And it's it's fun to watch. I'm becoming more and more of a fan. At first, I hated him. Right. I'll be honest. Good. Now, that's fair. But now I'm starting to really like him and – uh, I think he's great for the game of golf. I like him just because he's a guy that will give you an honest interview. He'll, he'll say exactly what he's thinking. He's not trying to answer everything the right way, uh, you know, be Mr. PC, whatever. And and on the golf course, too, even when he's not, you know, in front of a microphone, like he's going to react how he reacts. He doesn't hold it all in or anything like that. He's not afraid to go completely ape shit out there. And that's fun. To, that's fun to watch. Totally agree. How about this, though? Another week. A lot of people are going to say it's disappointing. Roy McIlroy, top five, seventh straight time on the PGA Tour but yet people are still criticizing him for not getting the W. Yeah, he's put himself in that rarefied air where every time he's in contention, people are like, why aren't you closing? If he doesn't close, well, hey, what's the problem? What's the deal? And now it's been, you know, I think he hasn't finished outside the top five in like his last seven starts or something like that, but he's only won one of them. And people are like, what's the matter? I'm not like a freak out, hey, Rory can't close the deal type of a guy. I just think when you're in contention that many times, like it's really, really hard to close a tournament out on the PJ Tour. We see it every single week. Guys have leads, lose them and things like that. Rory's just up there every single week, it feels like, especially right now, that he's not going to close every single one. He's not Tiger during his heyday, you know what I mean? Like, the bar is probably too high for him, but I'm not in this mindset now, and I want to know what you think, but, like, I'm not like, oh, Rory has a problem closing tournaments. Like, do you do you feel like he does? Well, I'll tell you this. This is how often he's up there. In his last 25 starts, he's finished in the top five 56% of the time. That's nuts. Which is unbelievable. He has 14 top fives in that stretch, and he's on a streak of seven in a row. So be very careful if you pick him later on for the Players' Championship. I'm just saying, at some point, it's got to go the other way. Yeah, he's going to get it. You put yourself up there that many times, he's going to do it. And I need him. I need somebody. Oh, is that We'll a, get to that later. That Don't jump the gun. Don't jump the gun here too early. We'll get to my picks, which are hot right now. We'll talk about all that a little bit later. But it is Players' Week, big week, a week you're very familiar with. In fact, this is your time right now. Tell everyone you are – the course record holder at TPC Sawgrass, correct? Co-course record holder. Co-course. That's all right. If no one's ever beat it, you're the you're the champion. So no one's ever shot shot lower than you there. Is that the highlight of your like? Is that one of the things you like to hang your hat on the most about when you when you got done playing? I mean, it's pretty cool to do it on that stage at that golf course. I mean, it's iconic in the best field of the year. Uh, yeah, it was it was pretty cool. I still, it just pains me to know I three putted the last. Talk goal. about that because I was gonna get to that. Well, you want to talk about it right now? Yeah, go. This is your time. Well, I'll tell you this. That tournament is one of my favorites to play all year. Why I never, is that? I never had prior success at all. Okay. It's a golf course that I think is absolutely perfect for me. 
It's where the long guys, you know, lay back a lot off the tee. They hit two and three irons off the tee. And for me, I can hit driver up there on all on every hole. I hit driver basically every hole. And they're I'm playing from the same spot as a lot of the longer guys are. And for me, that's a huge advantage. I mean, if I can play play from the same spot as Dustin Johnson, I feel like I can compete. Where he has a huge advantage on me is he hits it 50 yards by me. Um, so around there, you can't really force things. you got to be in position. It's one of those places you have to hit fairways. And I've always thought this place was perfect for me. The year before was probably the best golf I think I'd ever been playing going into the tournament. I felt like unbelievable. Uh, my back went out Thursday right before I teed off. had to withdraw. So the next year, I come back. So excited for the players once again. This is 2016. Go out. I'm two over par through 16 holes. And I'm just like, I hate, I hate this place. Yeah. I'm in last. It wasn't playing very hard at the time. I birdie eight and nine to finish, to shoot even. Then I go out and I birdie 10 of the first 17. So going back to the day before, 12 of 19 holes. I'm 10 under par. I mean, I'm a huge golf freak. I know the course record 63. And first off, when you're on the range, they have all these this big board, and it says all these stats and everything, and they show highlights. And it says course record 63 by four guys or whatever. So I birdie 17 to get to 10 under. No, I'm there. I'm a little nervous. I'm like, God. Yeah, I would I think. Mean, everyone that's ever played this game at a high level has played this golf course. And if I par this hole, and my name's par, gonna be at the top. Par. It's not like gotta par. make birdie. Yeah. Par. And we talk about this all the time. Once you limit yourself, like all I have to do is do this. Why not try to make birdie? But, You've made twelve of the last nineteen yeah. or whatever. I mean, my, my record's pretty good for, yeah. for the last few hours. And so I hit it kind of in the right side of the fairway. I'm all right. I have a seven iron in. The pin's over on the right. I kind of pull it down into the bottom bowl. Got like 35 feet. I'm like, okay, we can do this. We can two-putt. So, see, that's the problem. Yeah, All I, I thought it. was, let's two-putt this. And I've got a putt. First of all, people are like, oh, you could have shot 62. I'm like, first of all, I had a putt for 61. Um, I hit all 18 greens in regulation that day, which no is big deal. very tough to do around there. So I leave it like four feet short. So I'm like, oh, God, of course I'm going to make this kind of stressful. So I go through my routine, everything, get over it. Honestly, I hit a really good putt, and it catches the left lip and spins out. And it was just blah. Yeah. Like I threw up on myself. And I felt sick to my stomach, and I was playing with Bryce Mulder and William McGirt. And I'll never forget this. Literally, you know, take our hats off, shake hands. And Bryce, as yeah. we know, is going to be a funny guy. And he goes, wait up, F it up. <laughs> and I was like, I know, I know. And I thought he was talking about the course record. He goes, yeah. no idiot he goes that was the only bogey in our group all day no kidding yeah you guys almost had three guys go around tbc so, no no bogues yeah so mcgirt shot 67 bryce shot 69 bogey free and i made the only bogey three putt on 18 wow yep nice little best ball i mean that it was day. that's un- wild i wonder if that's ever been done i don't know but it was unbelievable and to back up shooting 63 i only birdied one of the par fives that day really yeah I three-putted. Uh, I was on the back fringe on 16, three-putted for par. But the only birdie on the par five I made was number 11. Uh, so it could have been. So co-course record holder, but could have been. Yeah, could made been one weird, putt over 15. Could have been a weird number. One putt over 15 foot long. Yeah, still so, a nice little thing to hold. That was nice. To hang your hat yeah, on. Ended up finishing third in the event, which is obviously a hell of Not an Not terrible. Finish third every year at the players. You go home nice. You do all right. Very happy. Yeah, Big I think smile. you keep your card right. You think you can miss every other cut the rest of the year and probably keep your pretty card close on the yeah. money list if they were doing it off money list. But it's a it's an unbelievable week. One of my favorites, and I can't wait to watch it this week. Yeah, it's always a fun one to watch. I look forward to it too. I hope they get a little bit of weather. I hope they get some hard conditions. It's fun even if it's perfect out. There's still a lot of shots that'll that'll tighten you up quite a bit. I got a story before I forget to tell you this yes. story. So last week, uh, it's Thursday Well, this morning. is our episode of Funny Money, correct? Oh, this is Funny Money. Funny you had money. a good okay. little course record story. I haven't shot any course records at TBC, or really anywhere for that matter, so I'm going to go with this. 
Thursday morning last week, Bay Hill, I get a text. Thursday morning right before turn, and it's Tom Hoagie. PJ Tour player Tom Hoagie, TCU alum, shout out Tommy Hoagie. And I get a text, and he's like, dude, I'm driving to my first round to my tee time at Bay Hill. And he's like, I'm driving there. I'm about a mile outside the gate, and I pull up behind one of the new Lamborghini SUVs, right? And I was like, cool. So he's, this is a long. They're so sick. Oh, yeah. So, oh. so he's like, he's like, I'd never seen one before, so I'm checking this thing out. Like, it's unbelievable, right? He's like, so I start creeping up closer to it because I want to look at it or whatever. And I'm looking at the back, and there's a huge sticker on the back, a back left of the, of the back windshield. And he's like, I creep up closer to it, and it says baby on board. And he's like, oh, my oh. God, dude. Like, who puts, a, who puts a sticker on your, on your you know, Lambo? Like, that's just, like, deface it. That's, like, sacrilege to put a sticker on a Lambo, much less a baby on board sticker. Like, Can I try and guess who this is? No, hold on. You okay. can, I'll let you guess at the end. Okay. Like, that goes on, like, your Astro minivan. You know yeah. what I mean? That doesn't go on the Lambo. So he's creeping up. He's like, man, this thing is sick. I'm looking at it. It's like, we're coming up to a light in a second. So he's like, I, I want to go around the pasture side and see who it is, right? Maybe it's somebody going to the course, whatever. So he pulls up around it, come up to the light. Uh, his window, his driver, or his passenger window is down. Looks over. Guess. Uh, Someone we know. Was it maybe oh, this guy? That's the fella. Was it him? Our boy, the rat, cruising into Bay Hill in his Lambo SUV with baby on board sticker. I can't believe you have that shirt before me. I'm really pissed. I need it This is what I tried to tell you earlier. Oh, is that you what you were talking house. to me about? Yep, the surprise? Came, yep. Oh, How good thank is this? God. Well, I'll only wear it every day. Hold on. We, let's just. Oh, I'll, I'll yeah. Show the people that. Off. Show the people. Look at this. First off, Team Karadek on the back. Of course. Stamped. Arm. He's arm. Yeah. So arm cruising up to Bay Hill in his Lambo SUV with a baby on board sticker. Anybody else in the world, if you got a, any sort of a sticker on your Lambo, I'm like, I can't. Like, you're out of here. You're done. That's a wrap. With arm, our guy. I'm going to give it a pass because he's the king and he can do whatever he wants. And he's got 12 other Lambos that probably don't have stickers. So, But he's probably the only dude in America, I think, with a Lambo SUV with a baby on board sticker. So Hoagie was like, dude, I knew I had to tell you. I just heard the podcast about all the shoes and stuff. I knew you'd appreciate it. So I was like, yep, that's only perfect. He's the best. So <laughs> you, uh, you left my house earlier and I went out on, the, out on the porch and there was a package. And I picked it up and all I saw, I don't know what the first name was. It wasn't Kiradek. Right. But... It said Alpha Bonrat, and I got so excited. I'm like, oh, my God, he actually sent him. Because when I texted him, he told me to send the address. Yeah. He never responded. So I was just kind of like, oh. Probably, yeah, but, uh, probably over it. I hope he sent some in your size. I'm I would have sure. come back. Any size is my size if it's got the rat on the front. Trust me. I yeah. love it. Well, 100%. he is the best. I wanted to surprise you with this shirt today. I, I showed up here. It's like, by the way, 80 degrees in Scottsdale, and you got on like a zipped up hoodie. I was like, what are you doing? Dude, it's 80 <laughs> degrees out here. <laughs> what are you, like, had are, a little you, are you battling a cold? You got the coronavirus? All right, that was a good unveiling. You're that, welcome. that was actually perfect timing considering I had that story teed up. So I know it worked out. Shout out to our boy, the perfect. rat cruising into Bay Hill on the Lambo. Yeah, team Kiradek. Well, we are Team Kiradek. All right, Sleazy, it's time for Colt versus Drew. And if for those of you keeping score at home, it is currently three to one. Another rigged game that I can't get a fair shake at. So can't wait to see what kind of crap producer Mark pulls this. Producer week. Mark, so do looking, not look forward off. to it. Already dock him a point for hating on you before we even started. I, I, I mean, think you're doing you a great job. Six. It's not going to matter, dude. All right, let's go. Here we go. Better non-major players or Arnold Palmer? I'll oh. go first right now. Get this out of the way. The players, 100%. They don't call it the fifth major for nothing. Uh, if you look at who's won that golf tournament, it's the who's who of golf. It's every player on PGA Tour talks about wanting to win it, how much it means winning them. Bay Hill's cool because it's Arnie's tournament, but it's not even close. TPC Players Championship. I mean, I'm going to have to agree with him. No disrespect to the King. The Arnold Palmer Invitational yes. is amazing. But you don't see many guys skipping the Players' Championship. No matter where it's at in your schedule, you are there. It is the strongest field in golf and one of, and on one of the 
most unbelievable golf courses you play all year. It's wide open. I love it. It's my favorite tournament to play in and my favorite tournament to watch of the year. All right. Drew, you just mentioned this, coronavirus. If this keeps going this way, would you rather see a tournament canceled or played without any fans? I would personally rather see it played without any fans. I still want to watch it. I'm not going to many of these events. I'd still like to watch it at home. I know the players would probably, you know, not love playing in front of no gallery. But for me, speaking as a fan of the game, a true fan like I am, much rather still be able to see it on TV than to just cancel the thing altogether. Man, I, I have to disagree. I think fans are a part of the game. Like LeBron said, if, if there's no fans in the arena, I'm not showing up to play. He goes, I play for the fans, which I think a lot of the guys on the PGA Tour would feel the same way. You got to have some crowd out there to get you going. Uh, it'd be just weird playing without any fans. So I, I think you got to cancel it. I think LeBron also plays for the money, too. Would you rather have a month straight I'm of just no earning? You, I'm just telling you what he said, okay. Drew. And I'm saying my opinion is my opinion, Colt. Next like question. Brooks. All producer right. Mark, the fantastic producer Mark. Hey, and I, oh. I know you guys are both big curb guys. I know you are. Correct. Who's, who's going to win out? Mocha Joe's or Latte Larry's? Oh, got to go with my guy, Larry David. Latte Larry's is amazing. We have no wobbly tables. We got warm coffee. Place is fantastic. Mocha Joe's is done. Yeah, you got spaceship urinals in there. The, oh, State of the art that urinals yep. that are seen nowhere else. All right, I'm going to mix it up because if I, if I answer every question the same as Colt, I'll probably lose anyway. So I'll go at, su at the end of the season, in my opinion, something's going to happen with Latte Larry's. It's going to go to a disaster, and Mocha Joe will end up uh, taking over the, the uh, coffee juggernaut there in, uh, in L.A. So I'll just go Mocha Joe just to, just to switch it up a little bit. All right. Colt, you mentioned him before, Tom Brady. Staying in New England or leaving town? I mean, everything I hear is he's leaving, which I just – I, I hate – I guess him and Belichick do actually have a little bit of a feud going on. I just can't imagine him going somewhere else. I mean, be like Kobe leaving the Lakers. Like, it's just – he's a New England Patriot. As much as I don't like the Patriots because of Keegan Bradley, I, I like Tom Brady, and I, I really think he should stay there and end his career there. Yeah, I can't imagine Tom Brady putting on any uniform other than a New England Patriots uniform. Could you imagine next year if they trot out the the Las Vegas Raiders and there's Tom Brady in a Las Vegas Raiders uniform? Like, nothing would make sense. So, I, I think it's all, at the end of the day, I think it gets worked out. New England ain't going to let him walk out to somebody else. Um, so, I'm staying. I'm, I'm going with New England as well. All right, last question. Little sneak peek to the interview where there's a lot of Bachelor talk. Who lasts longer on a season of The Bachelorette? Colt or Drew? Oh, man. You want to do it? You want to uh, take it? You want to have at it? I'll let you go. On a season? I think... I'm going to say Colt. I would say Colt. I feel like uh, I wouldn't have the, the patience to play all the games and do all the kissy goo-goo-gaga stuff. It's just so much of a charade, and you got to do the crying, and there's a lot of sympathy crap that goes on involved in it. I just don't... I don't necessarily... A, I would never want to go on it. It seems like torture to me to compete with all these muscled-up steroid dudes and trot around the pool. So I'm going to say Colt. Colt's a very lovable character, guys. He's very lovable. Very People like him. He's a safe space. I think Colt lasts a lot longer. I should have gone first, but I was going to say probably me just because there is all these muscle, you know, handsome fellas, and they got to keep one of the regular guys around for a little bit. So I think I might have a chance at that, but I'd probably get drunk on the first night and do something stupid and get kicked off right away. It's a good point. Yeah. So, all right, there you go. Close matchup this week. Again. No, just kidding. No, give it to him. I'm kidding. I, you know, Latte Larry's versus Mocha Joe's is a tough one there. I think being as big as a Curb fan as you are, taking that stand, 
you earned some credit with that. Drew? Upset City. Upset City. He's got to keep it close. The sympathy dude. card's coming out. He's it feeling can't, so can't be, sorry for you. It can't be a runaway, dude. That's smart by producer Mark there. He's a, he's a top producer for a reason. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. Keep it keep it close. I knew this was coming. It's sympathy. Yeah. That's all right. Your answer I'll sucked. Take it. I'll take it. You'll uh, Three you'll, to two. You'll you get him back later. Take it. That's true. Good point. All right. Well, now it's time to welcome yep. in our special guest of the week. We've got a young sensation on our hands here. Correct. If you don't know him, you're going to. Wyndham Dub yes. Clark. Dub Stack. Is our next guest on Golf Subpar. We now welcome our next guest to Subpar. He's second-year PGA Tour player, up-and-coming superstar on the PGA Tour, and Colt, without question, the biggest diva that we have ever dealt with here at Subpar in our short tenure. This is true. I mean, Kyrdek Alphabonrock came from Thailand, and he was on time. Yeah, the dubs like yesterday he's supposed to be in here. I oh, got to cancel something came up. Find out he's just playing golf and playing poker all day long today. Hey, guys, will be about an hour late. I'm getting a haircut. And he shows up in a hat. And he Exactly. He's wearing a hat, dude. I thought he'd at least be showing it off here today. And he shows up in his best gear of all time. Looked like he'd just been playing Call of Duty for seven hours. But I will say you both <clears throat> are from the great state of Colorado. That's correct. Cole. Let's just get it out of the way right now. Yeah. Talk about it. Who's the better player growing up? Well, first, let me talk to the diva part. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, you, you can respond. <clears throat> I, will, I will say one thing that John Ellis says, and I don't want to quote my caddy, but did Mayweather ever show up on time? No. Right. He's last into the ring. He's last to show up. Everyone's waiting for him. So you're Mayweather in Next, this scenario yeah. right here. Yeah. So a couple of top 20s equal Floyd Mayweather. Got it. Yo, we got to get Wyndham out hey, of the way right it now. Till you you got to fake it till you make it. Because right? when Dub starts winning, we ain't getting him, dude. We, this is no our chance. one shot. No he chance. wins one time. Like, uh, sorry, remind me your yeah. name again. Okay, so back to the <laughs> state phone, of Colorado. You're both. You're yeah, both, new phone. Yeah. Who this? Exactly. <laughs> so I want to know. Who who has more records is, in the state is, of Colorado? This is a hot debate I mean, in the state I would, of Colorado. You know, if I was prepared, actually, I should have been prepared. I could have come with the results, with all the well, luckily, records. And I have I, a vault right here. Oh my god! Yeah, it's, but it's a I little tell you. We can't prove them. No, I can tell you everything you need to know. I have all of them. Right. You got them all? Well, well, so who is it? So it's me. No, I disagree heavily. So Colorado let me set state this high straight. School champs several times. Yes, twice. You once and one runner up. Uh, uh, runner up. Uh, I was runner. runner up twice. Don't care. Here's why that doesn't matter. And I won as team one three times. Here's why that does team, dude. I can't control the fact that my team sucks. I can only shoot as low a score as ever been shot in the history of Colorado. You ever done that? No. Here's why. Dub played in baby school division, dude. He went to Valor Christian, which we'll talk a lot about later on. It's the it school. It's the coolest school in the world. All the, the Bron- all the Broncos kids go there. It's it's the thing. But when they first started, Dub gravitated towards there because he's attracted to flashy things and like that, right? I just oh put a school gosh. on the map. But they were like 3A and 4. Dude, they're little baby school. He's playing mm. against kids that have like rented clubs and like, you know, <laughs> like a driver that's from 1964. And he's drumming these kids, of course, because he's the great Wyndham Clark. He's an incredible player. He didn't do it in big boy school division. I did it in the big boy. You're like, I'm like Alabama and you're like North Dakota State. Like, you're a great team. You're just, you're not in the right I, division. Dude. I mean, you can't come on here and insult our guests. No, I love him to death. But here, so, okay, this, that- is, my, this is my pupil. All right. Well, let's just go to okay, yeah. because, it. because you think 4A and 5A is different. Uh, well, <clears throat> if they weren't, it would just be all one division, but keep going. Okay. So who was the best? Who would you say was the best high school golf team in Colorado in the last 20 years? Oh, I don't know. I don't. Kent Denver. I, I'm not right? a big. They won like yeah, Kent, eight, Kent 10 was, Kent was a factory. Kevin Stadler went there. <clears throat> were, were they 4A? Yeah, they were 4A. 
Yeah, but that too. I love this little individual. You're talking team. I'm talking indie. I went up against the big dogs. Gunner Weeby. The baby dogs. D one. Those school crap. D one. There, there was like D one. There was like ten guys that D1. I trucked over to get oh to that state God. title. Right. I took. Let's it. get to Wyndham this will never end. This will never here. end. But good, good leadoff. But Sleaze did tell me that you had a poster above your bed of him growing up. This is true. I, is Thank you, Colt. True. Colt's got my I back. I actually had a poster of Kobe, and then I stayed at Sleaze's house one time, and apparently he's my he's idol. Ca- Can I stay at your house? <laughs> he was like my little kid. I adopted, dude. I taught this guy how to play. Now look at him. He's superstar. He's showing up an hour late to podcast. Now he's the big dog. Complete role reversal. But growing up, I set the bar. Wyndham, just tell the people, dude, one time. Just give me a little bit of shine on this pod. He was Colts your won a ton of stuff he always gets to talk about. I've done nothing. Right, just tell the go. people. Dude. I will toot your horn. Okay. When I was 14, yes. I played in the same event as you when you were 24. And <laughs> we finished We finished roughly the same. You might have beat me by a couple shots. Yeah, you beat me by a couple shots. Oh, God. It's okay. See, that just confirms the fact right there. He doesn't want to admit it, but it's okay. But he did look up to me, Colt. Great leadoff. This okay. Is, this is a good icebreaker. He did look up to you. We, we got that set straight. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. You, he's definitely the better player from Colorado. I'm going to have to side with him on this. It's hard to argue at this but point. But we, we will have to say he's fantastic athlete potential superstar mm-hmm. but he was not the greatest athlete from his high school and i know you don't like talking about it too much but we're going to talk about but it. we're going to talk about it for the next hour yeah <laughs> and it's very well known you went to school with christian mccaffrey he's so far more successful yeah say richer it. yeah what else better looking there it was <laughs> <laughs> i mean kidding but i got him where it counts where's that the that's for you to decide. But oh, I okay. Okay. Oh, oh, well, that will, that will remain no, a mystery. No, I'm just kidding. He, it's funny, though, because um, in high school, we honestly, we did the same thing. To be, be truthfully, like, I broke a lot of records in college or in um, high school golf. He broke all the records in high school football. So we were, like, on the same level. Granted, football was a little higher. He's had more success early. We'll this see. race ain't we'll over. See. We'll this see race 10 ain't years from over. Now. We're well, on lap well, one of y'all's yeah, careers. Yeah, his career is short. Yeah. So he's got to make it yeah. happen mm-hmm. quickly. You exactly. got a long time to keep it going. Mm-hmm. But and you're he, on a nice start, by the way. Thank you. But he, nice he definitely um, he has a huge head start. So I, I guess was, was he like when you were when y'all were in high school? Did you know this guy's going to be a superstar? You know, there's, I mean, everyone probably knows some guys growing up like that guy's going to make it. He 100 percent was that guy. I mean, every time. Every time you'd watch him on the football field, he'd play three quarters. He'd have four touchdowns, 400 yards, and they'd pull him out. And you're like, it was men. He, he was a man her. amongst boys. And everyone just knew, like, he's going to be good. Now, granted, you know, a lot of people didn't think it would translate to the, to the to league. And I am going to go down quoted as saying, and everyone would agree, okay. in college, his first year, I said, hey, they, that guy's going to be a Heisman candidate. And everyone on my team Taylor Gooch, Kevin Doherty, all these guys were like, dude, there's no way he's a white running back. Can't be a white running there's back. There's no way yeah. this guy whatever. The next year they're rooting for him and they're like, he got Yeah. He got screwed in the Heisman. Like it totally role reversal. He he's that good. He's he's uh yeah, he's awesome. What so was cool y'all like he's obviously one of your best buds. You guys are still tight to this day, talk all the time and stuff. What was the in high school, obviously, you're the stud golfer, you're the dude, one of the best players in the country. He's the stud running back, one of the best players in the country. Was there like a rivalry, like who can outdo who in terms of like accomplishments in high school? Did you guys have that? Yeah. So best buds, I'm closer with his brother. Max and I graduated together, so I'm closer with, with Max. Christian and I are buds. Um there was just because it was two different sports. And my accolades, like no one really knew about him because, I, you know, I'm traveling playing 
like golf around the country. And he, I mean, he's playing in front of all of our he's high school. At, he's in, in your backyard, yes. your high school. He's in our backyard, and everyone sees, sees what he does, yeah. but no one really knew what I was doing. And then, you know, then I win state championships, and, and everyone's like, oh, wow, you know, Wyndham. And then, and then when people would find out, like, oh, he's ranked whatever in the country, like, oh, wow, I, I didn't know that. So it's just different, but, you know. I, Football kind of trumps golf in high school a little yeah, bit, slightly, I would say. Slightly. Yeah. It, yeah. yeah. Golf. Think, can you get him on our pod? <laughs> we text him right now see if he'll come on it would be huge for us dude. So, be one should time. I FaceTime him right now yeah, yeah hit him up right I think now. he's with his girlfriend right now so. oh, oh perfect oh, I don't blame right. him big uh, fan I don't blame him I did have a moment with Christian though last year at Quail Hollow at uh, the Wells Fargo I was in the trailer actually I'm so lazy I have people stretch me before, the, before warming up you know. I do too, yeah. I do too. Yeah. yeah so <laughs> they're showing Christian around and I'm laying on the table getting stretched and he walks in they're like oh Christian McCaffrey I was like you wanna see how a real athlete warms up bud and what he said, <laughs> he just that. started laughing and walked away. <laughs> no, he is see, ya. shredded. Yeah. This year, he's this built year, a little different. I'm gonna have him carry my bag or at hang Quail. Out. Yeah, 100%. oh, that's an incredible oh. idea. Sorry about yeah. the fans. I'm, I'm doing TV there that week. Can't wait to come hang out with y'all. Yeah, yeah. We'll yeah. both wear no shirts and see who, you know who gets more. <laughs> They'll probably confuse me for him. <laughs> <laughs> you guys both hooped though too, right? In high school. Yeah, we actually played against each other and with each other. So. How'd you play against each other? Well, not in high school. Oh, before middle school. Okay, yeah. He yeah. always played up with Max. And we were actually rival like AAU teams and in basketball, crown, whatever, yeah. in basketball. And then we went to the same high school, and then we we're on the same team. Who's better at hoop, you or Christian? He um, will definitely be watching this. He he's he, he was more athletic than me. I can't deny that. You he's are you saying he's better than you? I had a better shot, okay. and better handles. Yeah, of course. He was stronger, faster, and could jump higher. So all the stuff that doesn't matter. No, yeah, that's stuff. <laughs> yeah, who matter. cares? <laughs> all right, let's he's got a, nothing. Let's get a little bit into your your college career. So. Obviously, superstar coming out of Colorado, state of Colorado. Where all were you looking to go? We know at first you ended up at Oklahoma State. Were you looking other places, and why did you choose Oklahoma State? Yeah, I was when it. So my three schools were Oregon, Texas, Oklahoma State, and um, I was really into all three. And then Oregon, I just felt at the time wasn't the uh, you know the right fit, and it was really hard because you look at OSU and Texas and their history and. And um, the success they've had, it was hard not to go for them. So I kind of pushed Oregon to the side. And um, and then when it came down to it, I, I actually was really good friends with Jordan Spieth in high school. And he wanted me, when I did my visit to Texas, he, he came and did the visit too. And he really wanted me to go there. And I chose... It's funny, our relationship went like this when I chose Oklahoma State oh, and he yeah. was at Texas. Not, yeah, really? Not, no, not in a bad way, but yeah, like yeah, but we were like, close. Yeah. And if I went to you know, if I went to Texas, it could, you know, yeah. but I went um I went to OSU and I chose it mainly just you know, I wanted I wanted to be where the best players were and I wanted to play for which I thought was best coach and Mike McGraw. And, you know, that's that's why I chose there. So that's the one thing Speeth can't do is recruit successfully. <laughs> We did have a lot of fun. You got to be the only guy that came in here that Spieth showed around and took interest in and be like, oh, we actually want this kid. Why don't you show him the ropes? And and you're like, nah. I don't know if he wants me saying this, but he and Cody Gribble, the first time I ever drank alcohol was with them. Oh, really? Yeah. Ooh, a little smudge on the the clean slate of Jordan. Hello. No, That just made national headlines. It was clean. It was one beer. The the golden child. It was was non-alcoholic. It was was, O'Doul's. Whatever that is. It was O'Doul's, yeah. So you spent your first three years at Oklahoma State, transferred to Oregon. Biggest difference, I mean, culturally, like, going from Stillwater to Eugene got to be a total difference. Like, that's got to be a big change, right? (laughs) That's like going from Trump to Hillary. It's like yeah, that's, that's different. Or from subpar to 
whatever Max Homa's podcast. Yeah, that other, that other, the, 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 he who shall not be named podcast. Yeah, yes. whatever it's called. Yeah, um, it was totally different. I mean, I was wearing boots in college to wear and dressing up for games at OSU. Like you got dressed yeah, up. Yeah, they you, wear like the button up shirts. And yeah, you look nice. And, stuff, yeah. and the first game I went to Oregon, first football game, I'm wearing nice like khakis, a button down. Button down, and I show up. People Everyone's are like, wearing, Who they're are wearing you? sweats and Nike gear, and I'm like, dressed really nice. I go, oh, this, this they look like they, they yeah. probably slept in a tree the night before, <laughs> yeah. and they're like, yeah. Who is this fat? Kid? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it was definitely different, um, but you know, the culture was good. I, I embraced it, and they embraced me, and I ended up having my best year ever there. Like, so I'm confused about the whole University of Oregon thing. I don't understand, I, other than Casey Martin being there, I don't understand the whole powerhouse golf thing. Like, the weather sucks. It's freezing. It rains. What's well, the same thing with Nike, Oklahoma State? Eugene Country Club. Same thing with Oklahoma State. Like, yeah, dude, why would they be? Good? It's the worst terrible. weather ever. Stillwater's weather is terrible. It's and it hotter than 100. Hades in summer. Yeah, it blows a hundred. Mm-hmm. It's freezing in the winter. Like you get but twenty you get to, days and where it blows less than. You 10 get to play in shorts and a t-shirt at Karsten Creek. That's pretty sick. Not a couple of years I was. Karsten there. Creek, Eugene Country Club, better course. Go, Eugene. Ooh, wow. Which one's harder? <laughs> Next question. Yeah, Next question. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, fair that's enough. A two, that's like, two pretty that's good, good courses to have your like the majority of your college yeah. golf played on those two, right? There. Yeah, one one no gives you so one good. gives you the driver yips. One makes you <laughs> one, forget how to make birdies. <laughs> one, no, one gives you the driver yips, which is Carson Creek, and then the other one makes you basically love golf. So okay, <laughs> I know I'm not trying to rip. You on should it, go play Eugene Country Club. <laughs> I should. I need that. Truthfully, it's I one, need to love golf again. For everyone out there, it's one of my favorite places. To play it's in my top 10 it's like a little bit sentimental but it's one of my favorite places is carson almost like too hard i've heard guys like from okie state like, dude hard. i forgot how to shoot 68 because i never can shoot it peter uline was the number one junior and amateur and went to oklahoma state in his first month there he i mean literally shooting in the 80s or 90s yeah it's so easy to do coach mcgraw said you can't play here anymore you're only allowed to play at Stillwater he Country got demoted Club. to Stillwater Country Club. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't let him play there because he it was it was mental. It was shredding mental. his confidence. He couldn't do it, and he didn't play all year. And then finally played at regionals, finished top ten, and then played finished top ten at nationals. And then he went on to be what he is now. But I mean, you talk to Ed Lore, you talk to a lot of guys, and they they don't want to go there. I've heard it because people are like, "Dude, I don't." It's know an how amazing to shoot place, practice facilities. I mean, everything. It's amazing, but when it blows thirty and it's Bowling alley. It's so hard. And you re tee two or three times. I mean, it's like you want to hit two on enough every team. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. So it's cool. You went to, you, you played in two huge conferences, the Big 12 and the Pac 12. And you're player of the year in both. Are you the only, only guy person to, ever do that? to ever do that? I believe. Uh, yeah. Um, that's can, so, I think that's one accolade just I give can it a little wipe. Give it a little wipe. Yeah. That's, that's, that's only, pretty cool. I that's mean, a yeah. record that is I mean, tough not, one to get. Obviously, you have to transfer in order to do it, but like right. that's pretty. Yeah. You have to be a liar to transfer. <laughs> you got to be like, I'm <laughs> failing out. All right, I'm going to go somewhere where it's easier. <laughs> I also yeah. went to five years of college, so I... Nothing no wrong shame with that. in that. Smarter Nothing than wrong. I'll go back guys. for another five tomorrow. If they First off, there's two degrees at this table. I don't have one of them. Oh, yeah, yeah. Colty's the only guy without a little... I still got like eight, 18 hours left. Yeah. Are you ever going to get that done, by the way? I mean, I got time now. I probably could. Yeah, you could get that There's done. Zero Online classes. No. They basically if he does it, he'll out. pay somebody. Yeah, I'm focused on subpar, okay? Keep your keep your attention. I can't be doing school... And subpar. It's one or the other. So which one do you want me to do? Good point. Stay stay locked in. I need you locked in, bro. All right. So you won Big 12 Player of the Year, Pac-12 Player of the Year. Then you turn pro. You got one year on the web.com, finished 23rd, graduated to the PJ Tour right away. 
Was it harder getting your tour card than you thought, or easier than finished you thought? Finished 23rd, really? I thought you... No. I think, I six, right? He I finished was... 23rd at the Web Qualifying School. No, I'm not a big stats guy. You got your yeah. tour card. Finished 16th. Get, yeah, he finished 16th, 16th on, on the, the money, money list. list. Okay. Yeah. See, 23rd, 16th. Thank you. I have to write everything in Gold here. jacket, Makes... green jacket. He got his tour card. Harder or easier to get your card than you expected it to be? Um, it's, Well, you know what's funny is it, it was hard, Um, but... I I was really, I would never I don't ever want to do it again. So I hope that never happens. But well done. I breezed through it, and after I finished it, I said, "Holy crap! I'm glad I don't I like. I'm glad that happened um, because I, I like if I had to go do it now, it's, it'd be it's really still hard. hard, right? It's as still, good I as mean, you are right now. Right now, I mean, I could be playing good. You go to second stage or third stage, and you just have a couple bad days, and next thing you know, you have a year of no status. So it's a very tough process, and. I was really fortunate to play well during each stage, and um, yeah, hopefully I never have to do it again. I don't think you will. So I, I want to know, I'm curious about a lot of your decisions in life, if you haven't noticed. curious, <laughs> dude. Curious. So you started off, when you turned professional, you moved to Vegas. Yeah. At first. First off, why Vegas? I'm a degenerate gambler. and <laughs> like, exactly okay, the answer thank I'm you. looking Drugs for. Drugs and all the things. <laughs> yeah. Vegas, you know. There's a lot of things that are legal. Okay. I won't get into it. Okay, so where did why you Why do you think Vegas? I was late? Where did you, yeah. <laughs> True. Where did you live in Vegas? Uh, Summerlin. Okay. Did you like it or no? Obviously, you moved here, so. I, no, I did like it. So, to retract, I'm not a degenerate. In a you're a degenerate. You just don't do drugs. Yeah, yeah. I don't do drugs. Edit this part out. Yeah. We're going to say that you're a degenerate. Yeah, yeah. okay, that's fine. Um, no, so I, this is where five years of college takes you. So, my swing coach at the time, Jeff Smith, was in Vegas. I didn't know where I wanted to move, so I was like, okay, he's there. Secondly, tax purposes, yeah. no state income Smart. tax. So, I was like, all right, let's use that that's degree. five years of college. I could save $10,000. You know, No, I'm just kidding. But I could save some money. Um, so I said, let's just move there. It's easy to travel out of whatever. So I moved there and I signed a six, seven, seven month lease. And that turned into two and a half years. So I liked it more than I thought. Um, but after two and a half years, I said, you know what? I want to be in Arizona. The weather's a little better. I got great guys like you guys to hang out. Yes, with. exactly. All right. Nice. So let's stay on Vegas for a second because I'm a big Vegas fan <clears throat> yeah, no, as, no. as you know. So yeah, say so you got I know. someone out there listening, never been to mm-hmm. Vegas. Tell them some go-to spots. Let's start with restaurants and then maybe some entertainment-wise and best hotel. Okay, so best restaurants, if you uh, like sushi, I'd go Yelltail Sushi. Um, one of my other favorites is Carbone, which is an Aria, which is incredible uh, Italian food. And then Javier's, which is also a, an L.A. spot. It's great Mexican. Another one of my favorites. Uh, a hidden gem for anyone that it's kind of a local spot. Is at the Mandarin Hotel, which used to be the, uh, or no, used to be the Mandarin, now the Waldorf Astoria, right by Aria. There's a Sky Lobby bar. It's like the 32nd floor. And you go up there and it's the best view of the strip that's not in a, like a penthouse. It's awesome. Great drinks. So that's a good spot. Um, then entertainment and hotel. So let's go entertainment first. Absinthe, best show yep. on the strip. Okay. Um, and then clubs. Mm. You know, I don't know if you if you want to go to clubs, you go to. I, I I've I'm been a, to one or two. I'm, I'm between, you ever been to any of them? Yeah, a couple. Okay. Um, I've been. Hakkasan is good. XS and Marquee are kind of my three. They're all good. They all got loud music and pretty weather. Yeah. Once you get into a club, it's the same club as every <clears throat> yeah. other club. Yeah. It's louder than hell. There's people yeah. jammed up. You drink. Yeah. Really good deals on alcohol. Yeah. yeah. Really nice. Yeah. They, they yeah. exactly. They yeah. got the fifty percent off retail type of deal. You're twenty yeah. something years old. You're here. You are. You're just getting into your tour car. You're living in Vegas. 
was it, is that a hard place to live? Like, you gotta like be like, yo, I need some discipline to not go out there because that's a place you can get mixed up in quick. I guess it's different if you live there, but you know, is yeah. it, was it hard for you to be like, hey, don't be an idiot? You know, what's funny is it's actually it's it's tougher here because I have more friends here and more relationships and more opportunities to like easy to go out and drink or do this and do that. There, I didn't know many people, so when I came home, I mean, I was really focused. I worked with my trainer. I went to the golf course. I knew. At, when I first started, I knew like six people there. So I'm not going to just go to the strip by myself. I'm not that kind of guy. So I would just practice. And then as I got to know people, maybe one night I would do that. But in the two and a half years I lived there, I went to a club, I think, four times or three See, times. That's what I tell everybody. Everybody's like, how, how do people live in Vegas? I'm like, when you live up in Summerlin, yeah. like that area, like it's so it's really nice. It is. And it's you're great. 20, 30 minutes from the strip. Like it's its, it's own a pain, little city. It's a pain to actually go down yeah. the strip. Yeah, There's they so probably hate traffic. the strip. It's like two different places. It is. Strip Be and everywhere else. To park, the whole thing, like you take an Uber. I mean, it's just, it's a pain. So you don't really go to the strip and there's like a whole separate life in Vegas outside of the strip. And what's funny is I moved here. And I've gone to more clubs and had more fun in Vegas when I moved here. And you're playing great. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> Cult's part of the yes, I am. problem. It is, but what, so that, that was my next question. What made you leave Vegas and come here? Um, two main things. I switched coaches to Boyd Summerhays and uh, not Slays. And me. That was like. My like, life coach is here. Say that. Yeah, yeah. We need exactly. a clip of that. Um, that you're my 30th option. Or 30th reason. So I'm in the I'm on the list. You're on the list. Okay, You're on the list. fair. Um, so I switched coaches. And then also the weather, uh, Vegas weather during the time that I'm home, November, December, kind of January, is really cold and windy. And I'd come home and I found myself like not practicing or coming to Scottsdale a lot. And I said, all right, well, crap, I come down here and the weather's perfect. So let's just move down here. Smart. Brilliant idea. That's yeah, very, And very I smart. knew a bunch more people here and. It's a better, and now you're, better you're you're taking off and you're on the subpar podcast. What could be better in yeah. life? I couldn't that? do this in Vegas. Exactly. I'd be at a club right now. You got to join. You'd be getting drunk yep. and being an idiot. You got to join a great place like Whisper Rock. <laughs> yep, great spot. Don't yeah. pick on any of my pigeons, by the way. They're I mine. Yet. I, I know. Yet. Stay away. I'm not letting. That's them. what we need is another tour star at Whisper Rock. All these oh guys. Did you guys hear? You guys heard what happened yesterday, right? What with DP? No, but I like that you whisper into the microphone. Yeah, yeah. Like, where you can all hear it, we're all listening. <laughs> Guys, don't tell anyone For the this. record, DP is David Porter. David He's one of the Porter. greatest humans okay, on the yeah. planet. Am I allowed to say this? It, it was a bad beat. You can say whatever you Literally want. Literally bad beat. So what I don't is, even know what happens. Of course me you're neither. allowed to say it. I want you to hear it now. This? Okay, no, upper, now upper course, hole 10 or 11. Is that the par 3? 11. 11. 11, par 3. Yeah. Back, back pin. Okay? Okay. Hits it over the green. We're partners. We're playing two other guys. We're smashing them it wasn't even a contest of so he goes hey when i'm on board with our game going on you want any action on this up and down i mean it's up the hill long's no good long's there. no good there yeah. Yeah. literally impossible to a back pin i said all right i'll give you 100 bucks five to one odds he goes i like the odds but i don't like the denomination yeah okay I know so i said all right he goes all right 200 five to one okay and i'm telling you a tour pro as you guys know it's probably four out of ten maybe five out of ten times a tour pro gets up and down He's a 13 handicap. Yeah, generous. Handicap, yeah. From the rough. Mm -hmm. And he goes 200, 5 to 1. I said, all right, deal. Takes a putter. Putter. Out of the rough. I knew it. Three feet, four feet. I thought you were going to say made it. No, made it. Oh, my God. I mean, if we did those odds. I mean, no, okay. but he hits it to three, four feet, makes the putt. 
Quick, thousand, quick, quick that, G-Bird for quick you. Quick G-Bird, yeah. Yeah, welcome to the club. Welcome to the club. See, hear him now. How about that, cuz? Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Comes up all pumped. Yep. Oh, I mean, oh I can't God. wait to ask him about it. I like it. that the two partners are betting against each other. Yep. You know, yeah. <laughs> you're going to beat your other team out of 200, but here's your 1,000. We're beating y'all so bad, we're going to start gambling with <laughs> yeah, each other. You guys are no just yeah. unfair. We're bored with you. Yeah. yeah, we're like, all right. Speaking of money, this is a great next lead. Okay, Rookie year, obviously very successful. Made over $1.6 million on the PGA Tour. We love to talk about people. Money we did. Here. We air. We will. That's we will great. get into. No, everything. I mean it's public knowledge. Yeah, yeah. It's fine. Let's talk wanna... about your money, please. What money? Where do you, <laughs> you want to start? <laughs> I got. A, I got my net worth in my pocket right now. I want to know what was your biggest purchase? Because obviously, I mean, you had a successful corn fairy run, but that ain't real money compared to what you, you're making now. No. Give me your most. Your biggest purchase. Yeah. Your, maybe, maybe your favorite purchase. Yeah, maybe your dumbest purchase. No, it's in, it's all embarrassing. So Okay, good. I sign with PXG, which is one of my sponsors, and then I get onto the uh, web.com and have a good year. And I made 200000 on the web.com. And my biggest purchase was a TrackMan, okay. 17000 well, That's like, a write-off. That's a write-off. Your accountant should tell you yeah, that. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And See, if I, you would have came to me, I would have taught you something about this. When you have a bunch of rich friends that have TrackMans, you just borrow theirs whenever you need it. No, yeah. Never bought true. one. Yeah. Well, I'm just let you know. Yeah, I probably shouldn't have. But yeah. anyway, so I still have it and I use it like every once in a while. And so that was my biggest purchase. And then I got on the PGA Tour. My biggest purchase is my home. I bought a home here. Um, other than that, probably paying off gambling debts, you know, from Vegas. That'll happen. From David Porter. God, you're very is. responsible. I am. I really don't. I didn't, Fiscally, I spend... very responsible. We had just had Kiradek off of Barnrad on the show, and he's like, oh, I make a million dollars. I spend a million dollars the next. I, he has 12 Ferraris and Lamborghinis See, and I'm all not, this stuff. I, I want to be that guy, but I'm I know. not. That's what I said to him. I was like, you're the guy everyone wants to be, but no one has the balls to yeah. be. Kiradek. Made twenty grand and bought a hundred and fifty thousand dollars car. Yeah, dude, this guy's not. He does not have a money manager at all. Does he understand the? No. He's never heard the of numbers. Merrill Lynch. No, he's like. I asked. I was like, "Yo, if you make a million bucks, do you go spend a million bucks?" And he was like, "Yeah, just straight. Like, what do so you mean?" So the best part was he he made the twenty, bought a hundred fifty thousand dollars car, and his mom's like, "You have two months to to make to this pay it off. hundred fifty, or you have to give it back." He goes, "I play better under pressure." Immediately yeah. he's like, all right, perfect. Give us each a million and then go play. We'll put yeah. you under some pressure. He was just like, yeah, I just wanted my back against the wall. So yeah. I knew I was in trouble. He's like, I played every week and I paid it off. I was like, he does play. Like that's that. balls. He's the best. That he is, is balls. Next yeah. to you. You guys, you guys love him. Too. No, he I is. love him a lot. You're, you're two Karadex one, even though you are my, oh my, God. my son. You met basically. the guy one time. Yeah, but we hit it off, dude. You'll see. Dude, when this we, we hit it. We off, hit it. Though. It was, it was electric in this. What was happening this under this table? Or Don't after. worry about anything. Jeez. Don't ask stupid questions. We'll, we'll do the question asking on this <laughs> podcast. Okay. Let's, let's get into your PJ tour career, your year and change in, right? Yeah. You had a great rookie year starting off this year. Very well. Number of top twenties, rank, <laughs> rank one top ten, one top ten. Yeah, yeah. I told you I'm CJ not a stat Cup, guy. I just know it's been good, dude. Whatever, I know just everything. get over yourself. I'm I know not supposed everything. to memorize all your stats. Okay, <laughs> I have other stuff going on. Uh, rank your time on the PJ Tour right now. Have you exceeded expectations? Not lived up to expectations? Do you want to play better, worse? How do you feel like you've done in your own mind? Um, definitely not exceeded. Um. Yeah, I haven't lived up to my expectations, my own expectations, or even, I think, other people's. But if I can remove my own expectations and look at it, it's been a good start. And I'm definitely going through a longer process than I wanted. I thought I'd be winning tournaments by now and be That's top, aggressive. Top right 50. out the gate, you've been on the tour for 18 months. You know what I mean? You yeah, are, but you wanted to be winning. That's cool. But, I mean, that's yeah. good. Yeah. And so, you know, it's going to take a little longer than I thought. But I think, I think two, three years from now, with you know, going the route that I'm going in, I think it makes you into a better player. And 
I think I'm close to really having some good golf come my way and, and you know, have some good finishes. So. Do you need to improve mentally or technically or both? Uh, I think, you know, it's funny. So my, uh, my coach Boyd and I, we, we both were talking about it. It's so funny. He said that we, every time that something goes on, it's a hundred percent technical, hundred percent mental. So, you know, coming down the stretch and some things go sideways, that's a hundred percent mental, hundred percent technical. I mean, you start hitting it left and right. Yeah. That's some mental, but there's obviously some reasons that that's happening. So I think it's both. I'd say maybe at this point now where my game is at, it's now improving my mental game, handling Saturdays and Sundays, being in contention. Um, so, yeah, I just got to work on that. Part. I mean, for the people out there, I mean, your body feels different Saturday and Sunday when you're yeah, in contention. It's it just is. it just does. I mean, it's hard to explain. Like, you, you feel so comfortable Thursday, Friday. I mean, you shot 61 this, this year on Thursday at Phoenix Open, and then you, you struggled on the weekend a little yeah. bit. I mean, it's just – it's crazy. It's like people are like, why can't you just – do that and i'm like i'm telling you it just it feels so different it is yeah. and it's hard to explain yeah. i don't think you can probably, I can you probably can't let me tell you about this. the times what i did was just but have a couple back when i was before. 15 yeah. in yeah. high school when i was setting all those records in colorado <laughs> but was, is it is it one of those things where we're like you have the lead at phoenix you go out on saturday is it okay i i, I don't want to mess up is that kind of the deal yeah, or well, that's, is it? That's what I'm trying to honestly trying to figure out. Like, obviously I don't, I don't have the mindset. Hey, don't go there and mess up. Yeah. Like I've won tournaments before and I've been in contention in other tournaments, but what's, what's hard about the tour is, I mean, winning changes your life. Yes. Big time. I mean, it's a million plus dollars. You get into, you know, the Not masters, really. you get into, you know, may, I mean, it just changes your life. And so that's the thing that people don't understand is, I mean, you get up there and you're just a little bit tighter. You're a little bit shorter with your swing. And it's not really that anything changes, but you can just feel physically in your mind. You're like, hey, it's the same day as yesterday or any other tournament. But it's just it's something you have to jump over. And I've I've actually asked a lot of uh, veterans out on tour. I've played practice with them. I'm like, hey, what do I what do you guys do on Saturday, Sunday? What do you do when you're in contention? What? And I've gotten some good, good feedback. And I, I'm just learning. I mean, some guys win their first time in contention and. And some guys it takes 15 times. And I say, that what was, do those veterans say? Like, I mean, <clears> for me, you know, thinking like same way, like it's impo it's almost impossible. I would think not to think like, okay, if I win this event, this is what changes. Like, it's so hard not to look forward yeah. with the what if scenarios, right? Like, what do they tell you to do? I mean, it's one of those things so easy to say, like, oh, one shot at a time, trust the process, and all the yeah. crap that everybody says after. But like in reality, doing actually doing that is a totally different. Ball yeah, game. you know, it's funny. A lot of guys, it's not that. It's not as cliche as that. Um, a few guys have told me, um, some guys are like, hey, they go, how old are you? And I go, 26. And they said, all right, how many times have you been in contention? I'm like, well, realistically, probably six or seven times. They go, yeah. Well, it took me 20 times in contention to finally win. So some of them is perspective. Um, and then a couple, one guy gave me great <clears throat> advice. Um, it was actually Double D, uh, David Duvall. He, he told me, he said, hey, it's amazing what happens if you hit, try to hit every fairway and every green, doesn't matter where it is, and then you add them up at the end and you realize you shoot one, two, three under, and he goes two under, three under on a weekend, never hurts you. I mean, on tour, it never hurts you. And he goes, too often you think, okay, I got to go out there and win this thing and make yeah. seven, eight birdies, shoot five under. He goes, if you, on Saturday you hit, let's just say you hit 18 greens, middle of the green every day, and you shot two under, you would barely lose a spot. And then on Sunday, the same thing. He goes, that's what happened on one of his first wins. He said he went out there and he goes, all I'm going to do, regardless regardless if it's a wedge or whatever, I'm going to hit the green. 
center of the green and go from there. And he said he got hot with the putter. Next thing you know, he won on like the last hole and, and, um, yeah. Like, don't beat yourself. Basically. Yeah. And Make so, other guys come get you. Exactly. And, don't and he well, says to, everyone's nervous. I yeah. mean, everyone's yeah, feeling no pressure. No one's immune to that. Yeah. I don't care who you are. I think the first one is probably the hard, you know, I think yeah. you get over the hump and it becomes like, all right, I'm already a tour winner. Now yeah. let's go get another one. But the first one, it's like, the first time you do anything is the hardest, right? Well, and I've really noticed it's hard because you see guys out there, you know, you hear roars, you see guys making putts. You're like, oh man, this guy's six under. And, you know, now he's one shot off the lead and he came from, you know, 30th place to now second place. And you think the course is gettable. And you, you just get caught up in all that stuff when in reality it, it's not. So like last yeah. week in Riviera, it was really hard because Saturday, the guys in my group, Adam Scott and um, who's the other guy I played with? Uh, Sun Kang, like they were making all these putts. And I'm like, you know, I'm freaking out. Yeah, I'm like, like, I'm one over. Everybody's making putts. And yeah. these guys are two, three under. And now I'm getting lapped. Well, it all came full circle other than Adam. He kept playing well. But like, you know, Sun Kang came back. Everyone started coming back. And that's the thing. You, you just get caught up in the moment. And so – that that's really I've I've learned a lot and I'm hoping I continue to get in that position. But it's true. Like you got to be patient because people always come out and they see Ricky Fowler, Justin <clears> Thomas, <throat> Jordan Spieth go have these huge careers, and I was like, you know, that's not the norm. No, I mean yeah. you don't come out of college and start winning. I mean you look at guys like Matt Kuchar who's won how many ever times won forty million dollars. <throat> He struggled. He didn't get comfortable out on the PGA Tour until he was 30 years old yeah. and then started winning. Well, Steve so it's, Stricker. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's yeah. different. Everyone matures at different ages. Like, I mean, for me, I kind of thought I'd come out the same as you and just start winning. I mean, I was winning That's everything. That's what you've and, done your whole yeah. life. Like, I'll just keep doing it. And you get slapped around a little bit, which luckily, I mean, you did amazing. First off, I think a rookie keeping their card is a huge accomplishment. Yeah. You know, they, they don't know the places. They don't know the golf courses. It's first time playing in front of this many people for this many money, this much money. It's it's a different animal. It's definitely underrated. No it's, one really talks about it. So to finish in the top <clears throat> seventy on the FedEx like you did, I mean that's a huge accomplishment. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's tough out there. I I mean Steve's actually one of the guys I talked to, Stricker, and he he was one that was like, hey, it took me forever yeah. to get used to it, and that's that's what's hard about golf is you see like guys my peers that are twenty four, twenty eight, and they've won two or three times already, and it's like, gosh, I I should be doing that. But, you know, everyone just has their own process and it takes longer. And So we're talking about kind of like the mental, you know, how hard it is when you're in contention and getting that first one done and how everything <clears throat> changes in your body. I want to talk about more like the technical stuff. So last year, I think, you know, from a from a physical standpoint, you are like the prototype new era golfer, right? You mash it off the tee. You're one of the longest guys on the PGA Tour. I think you were the only guy on the PGA Tour last year. Fact check me here because I've been a little bit off here early, but you were top 10 in driving distance, top 10 strokes gained putting last year. The only guy in the top 10 in both categories, right? Which are arguably the two most important things if you're talking about modern golf. I so want to hit bombs, I want to putt well. Yeah. So those are your strengths, I would say, right? That's yeah. pretty fair to say. Look, yeah. from, a, from an actual, like, not mental standpoint, but like technical standpoint, what part of your game needs to get better? What, what do you think you got to improve on the most to, to match up with the, the way you drive it and putt it? Well, now my – so – if you would have asked me five months, six months ago, I would have said my iron game. Really, I would have said my iron game. So I was great in driving and I was great in putting. And my short game, I think, is really good too. But my iron game was like 170th, which is not good. This year, it's kind of you know flip-flop a little bit. My iron game is great. I'm still driving it great. My putting hasn't been as good as it was last year, and either was my short game. Um, but that's, I mean, I, that's what I put all my work in. At this point in in my game, I still think I got to get a little bit better with my irons, and then I really got to get better just handling handling the pressure. I got to yeah, work on so my mental game. I mean, part technical. This part is actually mental. kind of the fun fun part in golf, I think. 
when you have to change something technically, that sucks. I mean, when you have to work on, you know, getting yeah. in this position, doing this, doing that, like that, that's awful. But when you start getting into like, hey, we need to be a, a little bit better on Saturdays or find our way to get grooved and get comfortable in contention, like that's fun because then when you find that groove, then you're going to start really winning. But also that means you're in contention and it's just more fun. So And the technical work's been done. Like yes, I know my yeah. action is right. I know all that stuff lines up. It's yeah. just I got to get my mind to where it's like it uh, it repeats uh, on Saturday, Sunday the same way it was yeah. on Thursday. Friday. I totally thought you were going another way with that when you said this is the fun part. I thought you were going to be talking with Oh, no, this is the fun part. I thought that was the fun part. No, this is the fun part. Speaking of the fun something hitting golf balls. Speaking of the fun part, we're doing a lot of serious golf talk right now, which is good. People, people, let's get away. But I want to talk about this right now. You recently played uh, a few weeks ago in the AT&T Pebble Beach Pro M where you were paired with Chris Harrison, who is the host of The Bachelor, right? Bachelorette and Bachelorette. Yeah, right. Give them both out there, buddy. He is the man. Is that is. Can you speak on the rumors and if they're true as to if you are the next bachelor? Oh. That, that is circulating right now. How do you know? I don't know if you stay on social media, no, but there's a lot of chatter. No the dub is the next bachelor. You know, it's funny. The first I will watch. I'm, I'm tuned in. I will. To that. If I was the next bachelor, I would not watch. I could not watch myself. Do you're that. not a bachelor prospect. Is that what you're saying? You're squashing. No, this what I'm saying is if I was on it. Oh, if you I had to watch, watch myself. I mean, you would do a lot of things watching to, you know yourself of but course i could not watch myself There's i would no tebow the hell would out of you myself. do it if chris harrison called yeah me, that, like, that's a good question cole <clears throat> good question dub you got to take three months off the pga First tour off, next you're year thinking about this right three now? months off the pga tour you're the next bachelor I, we I, want you <clears throat> what do you do honestly i think i would do it hell of yes, course you, you freaking are you out of your mind bro you got 30 smoke shows fighting for your love. You're gonna, by the way, you take three months off you come back a couple top tens bam card again it's no problem by the way you got 30 babes yeah. vying for a shot at the dub stack you know what i mean <laughs> no so i know i really I changed it's it. funny he actually asked me so so last year oh. last year we played together too and he we were at the um what's that uh bar right there at why do you think i know well i don't know you go to ask bar, me dude. no no yeah at pebble what's the the uh, lounge tap the room. tap room tap yeah room. so we're at the tap room and everyone's drinking kind of having fun and he, and they brought at the table they brought that up Wyndham, you're single. You should be on the whatever. And he goes, oh my God. he goes, oh, that'd be perfect. We start off in Ireland and we go to these golf courses. Then we'd go over oh to this you and imagine? this. And he went through this whole thing. And I'm like, are you being serious right now? And he's like, well, where's yeah. your agent why, on this? Why not? Well, well. Okay, keep yeah. going. Sorry, keep well, going. Well, I guess there's like criteria. You kind of have to be on the show prior to be a bachelor. And that's what Not for me. you, dude. So then that's Tour what star. I said. I said, hey, you want a current athlete? Let's do this. And, um, yeah, so we'll see. Oh so so you're not squashing the rumor that it is entirely <laughs> possible that you could be the next. Would you be a good bachelor, do you think? I'd be an incredible one. <laughs> would you call in me and the sleaze? You know, yeah, they always have their women. friends yeah. come in and like do the stealth behind the scenes. Like, yo, I don't think she's here for the right reasons. Right, we would I be those guys. You have to agree that we get to come on the show if you're the bachelor. Fact. If yeah. you don't do this, we'll dude, bring. You're we'll out bring. Of your and when mind. it comes down to the final, whatever, we'll bring them in here. And if they can handle you guys, that we'll might interview. Be, yeah, we'll do. Yeah, we interview. will squeeze out the trash quick. Yeah, trust true. me on that. And you yeah. get to walk around with your shirt off a lot, which I know you're a big fan of. You know what I mean? Like that. You would be a perfect bachelor, dude. I'm a pants off kind of guy. Yeah, pants off. Is hot too, dude. The, the things are going that's a little a bit thing. risque on the Bachelor right now. You, I think you'd be an ideal Bachelor. Man. If that's on the table and you don't take it, you're in it. everything right. I've taught so you. So let's continue with this Bachelor thing. So you're on the Bachelor, mm-hmm. and I like this. I've, I've seen some. I don't really watch the show. I'll be honest. Don't, I've seen don't, don't be one no, of those I've guys seen, that says no, they don't. Watch I've seen it. episodes. I'll be honest, but okay. they always have like you know when they go on their dates, they have like a musical act. 
that comes oh, out. Oh, there's so things. much dancing one on one. That's a huge problem. And Wyndham's a huge country music fan. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you could have anyone come on the show and sing to you and the date you're with, who who would it be? Oh wow. Which you would which they would ask you that. They would. You could have anything. Um any country music star in the world. I mean well, I, do they do that in like a romantic setting? Or of is course, it more everything's like a, romantic. It's a bachelor. Yeah, it's, a bachelor. it's not going to be a... You're finding love. <laughs> this ain't a frat Well, house. then that's it's easy. I would, I would do George Strait. That's my boy. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect okay. answer. We knew it. Okay. Have you been to one of his concerts? Yeah, I've been to a lot of them. Is he your favorite of all time? Concert? Yeah. yeah. Favorite song? Uh, Amarillo by morning. Okay. Well, I listen to it while I'm like, well, that's in great news. That's great news because <laughs> that's great news I don't know us. if you've seen prior episodes of Subpar, yeah, but which of course you've seen our guests sing on this. Oh yeah. no. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. After, no, dude, this is good for your the end brand. Of the show, Amarillo by morning by Wyndham Clark is going to happen. This is going to be a top 10 that's, on iTunes. Dude. At least, at least Rom could rap. Like you don't even, you could sound terrible nah, in rap. Maso Manos, you know, read. more or less. <laughs> he was yeah. basically reading Yeah, the that's lyrics. great. I'm going to have to like bust out my. Yeah, what you'll do and it'll be great. We might get to that at the end of the thing. At the oh, end of the podcast. King George, he's going to be so happy to he's hear this. He's going to be thrilled. Can I switch to what, what I like? Can I go to like rap? Or yeah, no, 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 no. Can no, I go to EDM? Country. Can I no. just beatbox? No, we're on country no, no, music. No, no, you're, Give you're, me a you're, you're invested. That's why we set you up. That's an old journalist tactic right there. We've totally you walked into our trap. Yeah, I'm a huge country music guy as well, as you know. Give me a couple of your other favorite country um, music artists. Well, let's see. I like Air Church. Um, I really love Kenny Chesney. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see who else. Newer guys. I'm trying to think. Who's a new guy? Like? Jake Owen, Luke Combs. Um, well, um, I know you like J- uh, Hunt. Uh, no, Luke Combs. Hunter 100%. Hayes. Luke Combs. Walker Hayes. There's yeah, a Wa- Hayes in there. There's somewhere. a bunch of different Hayes. Hunter Hayes. Yeah. No, I like Luke Combs. I think he's the best he's new guy. Unbelievable. Because he kind of has that like old time feel, but it's still he's new. actually country music. Yeah, it's not like pop. That's the Stillwater coming out right here. Oh, you know, yeah. you go to Oregon, you gravitate towards some different stuff. But we're talking about. <laughs> Yeah. Your bachelor prospects, which you did not squash the rumor at all. There is a chance you could be the next bachelor. I, I didn't say no or yes. But so bachelor's a lot of work, dude. There's 30 chicks. You got to be nice to all that's of them. That's hard gotta, to deal you gotta, with. You, like that's like having Tuesday in college. 30 girlfriends, dude. Trust me from a guy that's dated 30 chicks at the same time. It's not as great as it sounds. Okay? <laughs> Does your wife know about that? Nah, don't worry about her. Dude. <laughs> it doesn't matter. She, she knows what she was getting yeah. into. But I just feel like Tinder would be way easier. So I don't know if you're on Tinder, but right now, seeing as you are single and you're a potential bachelor candidate, we're going to set you up with some with some chicks right now. There's a lot. We have a huge female. Following. Oh, in the back. Or... We have a massive female following, <laughs> so we want to set up a Tinder profile right now for Dub. I don't know if you're on Tinder. Maybe you're on a little stealth. No, account. I heard. I heard. Uh, I heard. There's a new thing. No, he's what's got that? A, he's big time now. He's got a couple top twenties on tour, so he's on that Raya or Raya, whatever it is. Oh, what is celebrity. that? Is that like a celebrity? Celebrity thing. A celebrity thing. Oh, yeah. No, no. Do that's you qualify to... for that? Uh, Are you big enough to be that? Yeah. Oh, no, no. Screw Tinder. <laughs> we're Tinder. You're dead to us. We're going on to this. What is it? Raya? Raya. Raya? Raya? What is it? You've heard of it. You know what it is. I dude. do know what it is. Okay. So talk to us about this. What is it? It's for cele- it's celebs hook up with other celebs or, or regular people girls. hook up with celebs? The guys have it's, to be how does it work? celebrities I don't or know this. wealthy. Yeah, yeah. You have to be like approved and everything. Yeah, you oh, have to, they, it's like getting a blue check on it's Twitter. It's basically or you have like to that. have that blue check mark to do. And if you got one of those, then you qualify you're, you're for this. Yeah, all right, good. so let's create your. Are you on it? A. I'm not on it. All right, so you're about to be on it. We're gonna set you up on it right now. Uh, Wyndham Clark, uh, millionaire PJ Tour player, <laughs> greatest player of all time, pupil of Drew Stoltz, aka the Sleaze. That's gonna get you a lot of hits. Yeah, it will. let's set up your let's set up your profile right now. Interest. I, I am Wyndham. I like to play golf. I'm looking for a chick that is interested in blah. What? 
Go. In blah. Um, in blah. Gosh. Um, Describe your perfect woman, basically. Perfect woman? Yeah. All right. They're just well, interest. This is interest? their interest. It's going to be like traveling and all that. Trash yeah, I, I don't want to I like do puppies. That. No, I don't want But what do you want? Puppies. I, I, I like a girl that can hang out with the guys. Oh, a fella. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, not, not Stella. <laughs> no. You just want one of the guys. You know what no, I, mean? I want a girl that if I want to go watch a game, she's going to come with. Have, yeah, yeah. And I want her to have a beer and not be like, oh. Watch my figure. Like I want a girl that's gonna be like, yeah. yeah she can shotgun a, a couple beers after a touchdown. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Like, that's respectable. Yeah. Blonde, celebs blonde or brunette. Oh, yeah. I don't have taste. Okay. So redheads. Call Wyndham. Okay. All Perfect. right. Uh, biggest turn offs. We're gonna. Dude, by the way, there's a million chicks. This is massive, dude. There's a million chicks watching right now. So be careful what you say because they're all coming at you. I know. I gotta keep it. Generic. All right. Turn offs. Turn offs. Then we're gonna um, go to the opposite side. Turn offs. Uh gosh, what are our turn off? So prissy chick, you don't you, you like a chick that gets shotgun beers? You like a yeah. you don't like a prissy. chick that's too high. Oh, you know what my so I'm a foodie. Something okay. most people don't know. I love good food. My sister kind of brought that into my life. She's a foodie. Mm-hmm. If a girl is picky, oof, I can't overly even. picky, like high maintenance. If they don't try something they never had and say they don't like it, I mean I might as well just walk. That's out perfect. Of the room. All right, all you high maintenance chicks with food, you're out. Yeah, dismissed. <laughs> out. You're eliminated. You did not get a rose. If you've tried sushi you did not get and a rose. say you don't like it. <laughs> yeah. Well done. I'm going into bachelor well mode right now. All right. You yeah. didn't get a rose. All right. Turn offs. Turn ons. Turn what ons. What is Dub attracted to in a bird? In a bird. Um, in a woman. Sorry. Um, that's a female, not yeah. a bird. A woman. We're politically correct on this so show. Don't be so derogatory. Yeah. Um, Keep going. You're doing great. Yeah. Thank you. Um, God, I'm trying to think. The field is getting narrowed, on. and we're going to set you up with the perfect woman. The perfect woman. At one. the end of this on Rhea. Do you know any? No, of course not. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm out of the um, game, bro. God, My this, jersey's in the Raptors. You're putting on the spot here. Yeah, turn, turn ons. On. What do you like in a chick? He said a girl that can hang with the yeah, guys. Yeah, a girl that can hang with the guys. That's kind of a turn on. That's yeah. the one? Yeah. I mean, okay. that's not the one, but that's one of them. There's a lot of them. Do they need to have an interest in golf? No. Actually, no. Do you prefer that they don't know anything about golf? Yeah, that's actually probably better. Yeah. I've always preferred that as I well. I preferred that. Yeah. Uh, when you know I want to come home and be like, hey, how'd you play today? Be like, Shot 78, leading by five, but you're the best. Yeah. I was like, yep, going to win again. Yeah. That, I, uh, <laughs> they thought a, I won every week, dude. It's one again, no yeah. big deal. Once around, like, if a girl, even if she doesn't know about it, like, wants to genuinely learn and care about it, like, mm-hmm. that's kind of, I mean, she cares about it. You would like that, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she cares about it. But I, I mean. I just don't want to go play golf with you. Yeah, yeah I, like, no. not like, hey, I'll give you one aside. Let's go tee it up. Yeah. Have you ever dated a golf chick? Yeah. Oh, hello. Yeah. How's that? Uh, do you yeah. want to name a name? You don't have to name a name. Uh, yeah, she'd be fine with it. Okay. Uh, Alexandra O'Laughlin. She's on the oh. channel. Mm, yeah, yeah, she's a big time. She's coming up. She in the was world. my first girlfriend. No kidding. Wow. Fourteen years old. What'd yeah. you do to her, dude? You broke her heart. Uh, let, we, let's not get into that. But <laughs> how did? But we played golf together. What many went times. wrong? And you're no kidding, dude. I'm kidding. <laughs> this is where I rate him in. <laughs> All right, sorry. We're good. They can, yeah, I really no, hope she this is see what people want to know, dude. Oh, she's gonna see it about the I'm sorry, Alex. You're a great girl. Yeah, someone's You're gonna doing be awesome. very, someone's gonna be very lucky. <laughs> yeah, someone's gonna be very lucky. All right, let's get into a few of your other interests. I know you're a huge sports fan. Yeah, favorite sports team. Uh, favorite. Yeah, Oof, that's actually a tough question because I love the St. Louis Cardinals mm-hmm. and the Colorado Avalanche. Two okay, why teams. the St. Louis Cardinals? Uh, I'm gonna say Broncos for sure. I, I, yeah, I do love the ponies, but uh, family. It's a long story, but basically, I have really close friends and family that uh, introduced me to the Cardinals, and when I was younger. He would take me to Cardinals games at Rocky Stadium, and that's when I, my or sorry, Mark McGuire was coming up, 
and he hit a home run when I was like six years old, and I was like, this guy's amazing. This is the coolest okay. thing. Yeah. Well, that has nothing to do with what I was leading into. I was oh, hoping okay. you would say Colorado Avalanche. No, That's Avalanche. Very, Avalanche. Avalanche. Avalanche is perfect. Fan. Avalanche, yeah. Because I got a few Colorado Avalanche trivia questions just Ooh. to see how diehard of a fan Wyndham Clark actually is. How hard is. are they? Test your knowledge. Some are pretty easy. 2001. If you're a real 96. fan, you'll know them. Okay, that was my first fan. question. How many Stanley Cups have they won? Two, two as the Colorado Avalanche. 96 and 2001. Where did they come from before? Quebec, Nordiques. And, okay, what is a Nordique? Ooh, 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 ooh hello. Well, Nord. Do you want to phone a friend? Norda Tech. I, I actually have don't no idea. call me. <laughs> I don't either. I've Googled the shit out of this thing. I can't what, 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 what is a Nordic? <laughs> it's like a citizen of Quebec. That's apparently. a made up Canadian yeah. word. Hey, I'm doing good so far. Yeah, no. You are doing good. Favorite avalanche of all time. That's not a trivia question. Uh, well, Peter Forsberg. Fopa. Okay. That's his name. He's the best. Most points in team history. Most points? Yep. Mm. I think I know if you don't. Mm. Joe Sackick. Okay, good guess. I was about to say, it's embarrassing if yeah, you didn't know that. Well, but Best Pete... Broncos quarterback ever. Quick. Uh, uh, Brock Osweiler. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All right. Patrick Wall, greatest goalie, obviously, for that yeah, much ever. 100%. How many shutouts did he have for the Avs? Oh, Ooh, God. That's it's like great. asking. Okay, hold on. Here's the deal. You have to get within five. Five? Okay. No, that's impossible. If you know this, you're too invested in yeah, the Avalanche. Well, they were the first few were layup. Yeah, yeah. You're doing a good job, Colt. I like this a line of questions. Patrick. 64. 37. Nine oh, he overestimated those, so that's good. Yeah. Most penalty minutes in team history. Penal ooh, ooh. Actually, I do I think I Please know tell this. me. If you know this, this is incredible. No, no, no. Gosh dang. Dub I actually know follows this. the abs heavy, I know. so I actually do I wouldn't be shocked. Because I saw the stat one time and I laughed. Um I mean, I don't even know. I want to go of the old like, enforcers. Well, I'll tell you how many minutes it is. It's 1,562, if that helps you That's like two years of minutes. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of minutes. God, it has to be a guy that played there a long time. Yeah. God, I want to say a guy like, nah, I don't even know, like Dan Hynode or something. But... Oh, fuck. You start with the D. Oh, sorry. Oh, uh, Dale that. Hunter. Dale. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I know it's a good guess, actually. Yeah. 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 That's a good guess. I, thought, I like it. He's kind of Dub's a, a legit By the way, fan. I can't believe... You didn't choose McKinnon over Forsberg. That, I was about to say, you got a little man crush. If he comes on, oh, here's a good question. Who's your boy that you love on the abs? What's his name? <laughs> don't, don't, not love. We're you, just friends. You're very good buddies with? Nathan McKinnon. All right. If Nathan McKinnon came on The Bachelor and you were The Bachelor, do you think you have a pretty good chance of winning? Wait, wait, wait. If he came on? Yeah. If he was one of the options you give a rose to, you think you'd have a good 100%. chance of winning? I mean, yeah, we, okay. he and I, I mean, uh, yeah, on. you yeah. choose a bro before. Right. The of course, party, you just you said know? that you yeah. want a want a chick that can hang with the fellas. That's a dude right there. He'll cross check you if you want. That's awesome. Well, that was all it. You're you're a good fan. You, yeah, you know, he's no, a legit fan. Well. I got what a question. You, you talked to my little brother, and he knows him even better. Than I want to ask. I'll ask you another sports question since we're in sports questions. Uh, your big. We obviously talked about your boy Christian and Max McCaffrey. If and your big Denver Broncos fan, correct? <laughs> yeah. Okay. The Carolina Panthers. Match up with the Denver Broncos in the Super Bowl next year. Yeah. Who are you, who are you pulling for? Easy question. Broncos. Okay. <clears throat> but I want Christian to have 400 yards, five touchdowns. Five Broncos tubs, win. and we win 56 yeah. to 54. And Denver yeah. loses. Went yeah. to that point. Yeah. Everyone, it's the greatest individual. McCaffrey, the first ever. MVP on a losing team ever yeah. in the history of the of yeah. the Super Bowl. 100%. That's, that's, what, a, that's a great answer. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I root for my boy, PR but trained. I'm, you know, I mean, he's on the wrong team. So. This kid is PR trained. He's savvy. Yeah. That's why they want him on the Bachelor. The goal is to get him to Denver. That's the goal. I, I was gonna say, how good would that, is that even? I don't even. You know. got pull in Denver, dude. <laughs> yeah, he ain't leaving Carolina. I'll make a couple nah, calls. He's, he's got back. Joe Brady. I'll call John. The you want me to call John? <laughs> Dump yeah. the whole defense. You and John, and yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Call him. 
All right, that's good. Colty, is it? Should I we get into time uh, for the emergency? We end with a little segment called Emergency Nine. It's nine questions. They're harmless. There ain't nothing. <clears throat> with uh, me, it's not gonna be. Harmless. It's not rapid fire, so just take your time, think about it. But it's just nine a set of nine questions. Colt fire starts. Start us off. All right, we start off. We have a few of them are always the same each yeah. week with our guests, just yeah. to get to know you know Dub. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Fav- people, favorite movie the, the of all time. Ooh, there's a lot of good ones. I'd probably say Braveheart. Good one. Good choice. Gladiator. They're tied. Close. Oh, Gladiator. Yeah. All right. Good. Now you're talking my language. All right. Movie being made about the life of Wyndham Clark. You get to pick who plays you. Who is it? Boom. Go. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, who plays me? Yeah. You get to pick who plays you in a movie about your life. Oh, yeah. Probably Brad Pitt. I mean, now we have a lot in common. This guy, dude. I mean, God, yeah, love yourself the, more. That's the <laughs> most generic answer, you lair. I would say, Colt, who do you think plays him? Man, look at him. Look him in the eye when you talk to him. I don't like to say these nice things no, about don't. people. Oh, well, Ryan say Gosling. I'll say it. That's yeah, decent. It's well, actually sad like, that Gosling I was is say a legit. Ryan Reynolds. Oh yeah. no, he's not funny enough to be Ryan Reynolds. Gosling is a real answer. Looks okay. Gosling. Gosling, I think is real, and that's the nicest thing anyone's ever going to say. say? I mean, I would say um, McLovin. That's not even his name. Whatever that kid's name is from a McLovin movie, dude. Yeah, because we looked solely the same. You're, you're an organ donor. He's uh, you're from Hawaii. Hey, I think I am an I'll organ just, donor. I'll tease Sleaze up just because he loves this. Who would play Sleaze? Because oh, yeah, he go. thinks Mine's everyone should know dude, this. You'll get it. Just say what comes to your mind. You'll get it. What comes to my mind? God, I got to think about this. I'll let you know. Gary Woodland said Steve Carell, which I thought was really funny. I would he goes, take Who's the Steve Carell in a, in a heartbeat. I love no, Steve no, Carell. No, no. I got a better one. Okay. Wait, just give me a second. Look at me. I'm trying to think of a huge dome, little yeah. body. Mm-hmm. Like a bobblehead bobble type head. of a thing. Thinking of a bobblehead yeah. that's real life. Mm-hmm. Think mm-hmm. on it. Come back to that. Okay, we'll okay. come back. It'll come to you at some point. Yeah, it's an obvious answer. When you hear it, you're going to know that it's right. the answer. Yeah. Colt, go. Celebrity crush. We've already got to know like what kind of women you like. I but- mean, it's easy. J-Lo. Oh, y'all you think she's on re- Oh, she's dating freaking Alex Rodriguez. Yeah, she's had a lot. Dude, his ship has sailed. She's had you're, a lot of. You're things. just coming up on the horizon. Yeah, yeah. she'll move to you. You're, you're no only way. about 498 million behind. By the way, hey, money's not love everything. Is, yeah, hey, hey, it ain't yeah, all about money. It's not though. all you know about I mean? the money. I got a lot of offer to J Lo. Exactly. I hope she hears you this. You can sing George Strait, which you will soon. All right, no, next question. Biggest non-golf accomplishment of your life non-golf <clears throat> these are real questions dang do you guys this is an easy this answer is, too. this ain't no rinky dink podcast dude i think this, this is, is an easy life. answer what what is it what is that oh don't say it no let him no, answer, and then answer. You, say. you have one for dub okay non-golf non-golf can't be golf and we know you've accomplished oh, a lot except this, in the this, state of colorado this show's kind of golf so never mind i don't have one you don't have one. yours was being, golf be, no being on this show's Oh, yeah, that's, that's a big one. That's yeah. a big, but that's golf related. Doesn't count. Yeah, that's true. I totally just Non-golf I asked myself that. accomplishment. This Have you ever done anything good in your life no. other than golf? <laughs> Jesus I mean, geez, huh? You didn't win a spelling bee in like fourth grade or anything? I don't of know. Of course not. That's I don't a dumb really question. know. I really don't. I mean, accomplished a lot of things. I'm trying to weed through. Maybe all your the... diploma is that one? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Took me five it. years. Yeah, that's big. That's... I have to give him his answer. Yeah, thank you. I heard you're really good at ping pong. Did you never win anything? I heard he's bad. That's so. I heard you're not good. No, I'm. I was really good, <laughs> but 
no, I'm not so good anymore. You've lost. I've it. lost it. Like if you went and played golf right now, which you do sometimes, you've lost it from when you used to. I'm have not it. what I want. I was once here. You looked up to me. Now there's been a <laughs> complete reversal, dude. There's been a complete reversal. I didn't. So play, I get it. I get it. I didn't play for like two years. You kind of lose. You, I lost my handles basically. I, I'm not as. Good. I get it. Say no more. Hey, it, you, it'll come back. You boy, to work weeks, with you on that. Two weeks and I'll be dopped. Get boy to work with you on the mind. <laughs> All right, Colt, fire. What's the dorkiest thing nobody knows about you? We'll say ours. Yeah, I'm perfect. I got one right off the top of my head, but you go first. Dorkiest You're, thing? Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. I don't even know. Do you watch any crap crap TV? Do you, Oh, yeah. I'm I'm a what? Hope, I'm a hopeless romantic. I knew it. That's why he's a great bachelor, dude. That's why yeah. he's a great I'm a hope, bachelor. I've seen almost every chick flick. I mean, it's embarrassing. Favorite chick oh, flick. Give us a chick flick. Favorite yeah. chick flick. Oh my god. I think I, I think oh. I have one. Does white chicks qualify as a thing? No, that no is dude. Not. That's not a rom. That's just uh, a com. No, it's just a com? That's just straight com. <laughs> There's no rom about that. It's just um, making fun of white chicks. Rom-coms are like how to lose a guy like in 10 Like Made days in Manhattan. Or, yeah. Well, that's And that's J-Lo. J-Lo. That's my girl. Right. <laughs> we're in competition for um, her, so. No, you got no chance. We're no longer married. friends. I'm single. But uh, that's my past. Hey, I get that's on The Bachelor. One. She better be on it. Ooh. Her and McKinnon. It'll, it'll be a one up. episode show. It'll be like, none of you guys get uh, it. So right, we're only so one, ep- one rose tonight. It goes to J-Lo. My nerdiest thing about me, uh, I love chess. I play chess online against strangers that I don't know, and I talk I a lot of shit to them. I can see you talking so much <laughs> I literally, if you I'm about chess? to check, mate, I'm like, some chess. I was like, I dare, I know where you're about to go. I'm about to crush hey, you. And I seriously I will, I will wax you. In I disagree. I'll kill you. Hit me up. I'll give you my thing after this. I was in chess club. I chose chess club. I'm and not, you didn't say that's the dorkiest thing yeah, about you. I didn't your know. brain, your this brain is, is. This is not how competitive I am. Enough. My parents said, "Hey, you can choose to play an instrument, which like has worked out for John Mayer and everyone." You else should in have the world. done that. Hey. And I said, "No, that's what nerds do. I don't want to right, be banned." Of course, that's what so, every kid says. So I said, "Oh, let's do something competitive. Let's do chess. Chess so, is the best thing for your brain in the yes, world. It's a yeah. game of kings." All right, I'll play you in chess so online. I'll smash after you. school. Like two days a week from first grade to fifth grade, I play chess. Oh, I love that about you. That's yeah. by the way, that's the easiest layup answer we could you could ever give him for dorkiest thing about you. Yeah, well, I, did, I forgot. That's so it's okay. Ago. You got a lot going on. So you like rom coms? All right. So and what's chess. your dorkiest? <laughs> Come on, ladies. We, we said we would say our dorkiest thing. What's I, yours? I admit it. I I watch a show on Bravo called Below Deck. No, he watches a lot of shows on Bravo. No, it's just below don't deck. don't it's only not a lot of claim shows. don't only claim I the one show, dude. Below He's, Deck. I come over to his house every day. I'm literally there every day for work. And what show is on? And Bravo is on <laughs> every so day, dude. Dumb. It could be the Real Housewives of wherever. And Colt's like, oh my god, Cindy's fighting with Lucy again. <laughs> she wore wrong. a dress that totally doesn't fit. Colt, the Colt knows would, every drama. Of I would totally admit this. I watch <laughs> Below Deck and I watch reruns of Friends nonstop. Friends reruns of Friends isn't nerd. I wouldn't count that as does that like but you don't do that it's, un- it's not normal okay um what do we just do nerdiest thing you're on number six all right last time you threw up <laughs> this yeah yesterday we might need the next <laughs> before <question>. this podcast <laughs> the last time i threw up was the first time i ever threw up from alcohol you've only thrown up one time one from time alcohol? yeah you're not drinking are now. you out of your mind you live in vegas for two years yeah. and you only threw up one I, time i can when Maybe was it? Just, what was it? Break it down for us. It was with him. <laughs> there you go. There you go, dude. When? We're dude. It was with him. <laughs> we were literally at Whiskey Row in, in Scottsdale. All right. Give no one knows. We gotta hear this story. This is a great okay, story. Right, this is perfect. There's two different versions of this story. No, there's the real we story and then for, there's his. We got story. time for both. Go. Okay. Here we go. Whiskey Cole, Row. I'm in town. I hadn't lived here. This was two years ago. 
Yeah. Just moved here? Or no, not, I, I not was on the web. Here. I was on the web. I hadn't, yeah. oh, you were so a I'm nobody. I'm surprised Colt was hanging out with you. Dude. Yeah. And I, I think I almost locked, I think I locked up my card on tour. Oh, like, to celebration get my, time. So I, I come to Scottsdale and I'm practicing and playing, whatever. And then uh, I don't know where I kind of get it. I think I texted you or mm-hmm. whatever. He said, hey, we're going out whiskey, uh, whiskey row. Yeah. I got a table. You got to come. So we show up. There's 10, 12 of us. Got girls. Some of our buds. We're having fun. We'd run out of alcohol. And he says, hey, Wyndham, get the bottle. And I said, well, you know, why me? And I, which is now I should have 100% just offered to get the bottle. No, but at the time, you're at fresh time, out of college. You're like, yo, that's a bottle. That's a yeah, lot of money. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I, and I go, really? And he's like, yeah, I'll. I'll kick you out if you don't get the bottle. <laughs> no, hundred percent. No, you don't have to convince. That yeah. sounds a hundred percent like he was a like, line. He's no. like hundred percent. He's he brings over. He's like, hey, yeah, you know, he does. He, this. Know, he knows everybody. Of course, he hey, everybody. Cindy, another Colt, another Colt, Patron. Cindy. Colt goes there. Thought of a Colt name, goes dude. there four times a week, so he knows everybody. Oh, he has a like, cot in the back. Yeah. He sleeps in that. So thing. he just literally lifts his hand, and everyone's like, "Oh, there's Colt," you know. So <laughs> he brings over. <laughs> so the guy comes over, and I'm like, "All right, fine, I'll get it." So the girl comes over, and this is me being, you know. On the web, just out of college, I'm like, hey, yeah. "What's your cheapest yeah, bottle? The, give me the trash." Literally, and she's like, any, "She's like, you really?" Yeah. She goes, uh, "It's 450 bottles for like Don Julio." I'm like, "Are you bucks. kidding me?" I'm like, "I can go buy that right now." I could she's buy like, twelve of those. Yes. things. yeah, more than that. And so I order the bottle, and within ten to twenty minutes, as the bottle gets there, Cole goes, "Hey, we got another spot at Bevy or whatever." <laughs> yeah, I go, "Oh, great, sweet." We've had one drink, and I just spent four hundred fifty bucks, yeah. and now we're going somewhere else. So I was all, I was kind of mad. I was like, "Well, this sucks." So me and my friend, and uh, a couple of girls that were there, we stayed. My friend and I finished the bottle between the two of us. Yeah, you're like, I ain't leaving until I get my full four fifty worth. And afterwards, I wasn't speaking English. Okay. I don't remember what happened, and I threw up all over. My friend's place had no idea. Wake up the next day. I leave like a hundred, two hundred bucks. Right. Sorry about right the Write a puke. note. I'm so sorry. And I leave. You don't leave, ever Look leave a note. You just both, leave. You both have learned from both of us. I feel like this <laughs> is like our child, our adopted child that we've helped raise. You know what I mean? That's the only time you've ever thrown up from booze. I'm, I'm being dead serious. That's crazy. Good. Good on you for that. Yeah. I didn't good drink that. I don't drink that. that much. And that one time, I, I mean, I literally finished a you bottle myself. You sent it. And by the way, you just had like locked up your tour card. If you're ever going to throw up on a night, yeah. it should be the day that you accomplish your lifelong goal. So good yeah. for you for doing that. If yeah. you don't puke that night, I lose a little bit of respect for you. But you have yeah. my full respect now. Yeah, and I'm backing myself up. I did not say you got to leave. No, that's a cult line. No, I totally, I totally believe you. He was trying side. to bigwig me. He also said, you know, this is a <laughs> fact line. I wish no, I recorded. Okay, so. Not true. We're on to the next question. No, keep going. He literally said, he he goes, oh, I know you're gonna be on PGA tour. I know how much money you make. You're buying this bottle, and I was <laughs> that's like, hundred percent right. And I'm like, I don't even have to be there. That's I'm for nice sure. To the young guys. That's for sure what happened. Thank <laughs> you for thank you for clarifying. Now that I'm a media sensation, I'm still very generous, and I fucking I've, no, I've, he is very nice, but. He, I think he was trying to show off. No, you know? I was no, I get big dubbed. Guy. You don't got to explain to me. I, I appreciate never. you being very <laughs> candid in that in that storytelling. All, All right, right, number seven. Okay, keep. There we go. Are you first off? Are you a cuddler with women? Of course, he's a romantic. Oh he my said god! It. I just thought of who his actor was. Who? Yes, love. Go back. Who's the guy from? He reminds me. He looks like the guy from Footloose. Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon. Yeah, I get that a lot, before. bro. I actually get that a lot. Yeah. 
Shockingly, that's the wrong answer. It's Jamie Foxx, but that's a good that's a good <laughs> yes. guess. Oh, okay. That's a good Shockingly, guess. Right? That's a good. But guess. that's who you look like. I actually legit get that. I don't understand it. I don't hate it. I love Kevin Bacon. Few Good Men. He was great. Yeah. He's a great attorney. I feel like I could get in there. And live. Yeah, unfortunately, you can't Thank dance God you like thought him. of that. By the way, but it's Jamie Foxx. We'd had to come back and refilm this yeah. if you didn't think of it. Yeah. Well, yeah. I just the whole time I screwed just with the you. other questions. Just, just all like thinking, that. Yeah, it hit me. All right, cool. So when you're cuddling, are you the big spoon or the little spoon? I mean. I would like to be the little spoon because it's way more comfortable. But of course, I'm the guy, so I'm the big spoon. It's awful. I don't. It's awful. I, I literally. All right, ladies, he's not a cuddler. No, it's Put the worst that on thing the ever. Rhea profile. Any Raya. Yeah. Raya. Any girlfriend I've ever dated, they know that. Like, I'll cuddle for two minutes. I get too hot, and I say, "Get yeah, away." It is a hot environment. Yeah. Yeah. But and then it. and then the minute like, if they ever come over and cuddle you, and it's like, wow, this is great. And I'm the little spoon. Like, you like to be I'm like, I'm like, great. no wonder you guys love this. <laughs> There's nothing that worse. That's an incredible answer. Yeah. Dude, Dude, this is not like he knows what he's saying. Yeah, right I know what I'm saying. There's nothing worse. Your arms like this. You're like, what do I do with all? He's you just want a guy. You have to see your chiropractor the next day. Can a fellow be held once yeah, in a while? You know on. what I mean. Can I a guy get some him. nurture? Can a guy get a can little I get a back scratch? I, mean, I get geez. it, dude. Let me be held one time. You know what I mean. I don't always have to be the protector. All right, that's yeah. a good. That's, I'm trying to roll. That was switch. more detailed than I thought. I yeah. thought that would be one answer. I'm big spoon. What I'm, I'm the man. But you got into it. This is why he's a great. This is why he's a great. Bachelor Chris Harrison. I swear to God, if you don't put this kid on, you're an idiot. All right, all right. This is a good question. Being Chris, as, I'm sorry. Being is that you like scheduled, unscheduled, and rescheduled this podcast like six different times. When dating a girl, who takes longer to get ready, you or her? Oh, dude. I mean, I get ready in t no. minus eight minutes. No fact. No, dude. You are put together. You got the hair. You got the gel. I hardly stuff. have any hair. I mean, yeah. If you count like getting. The beer's got to be right. You have that element. Yeah, but literally 10 minutes. I'm more often than not waiting on anyone because I, I... All right, I'm going to believe you minutes. because you've been so honest in all your other answers. Yeah. I feel like you're speaking the That's truth. That's one right thing now. that doesn't take me that long. Good. I'm very proud of you, I can think way. of another thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Cut that. Edit that. All yeah, right, eight minutes. Going. Eight takes me eight to 10 you're minutes. The eight, yeah, like a rodeo clown. <laughs> Marathon. Yeah, yeah exactly. I get it. Don't... Don't worry. That's when you become the little spoon. Yeah. All right. Keep going. Cole. All right. Last question and by far the most important. This is the one we ask everyone. Think on this and remember what we talked about earlier. You have a 10 foot putt to save your life. Mm -hmm. You get to pick me or Drew to make it for you. You got to stay alive. Who's it going to be? Well, it's easy. Yeah, it is. It is so easy. Yeah, I know. Go. Say it. Colton. I freaking know. I told you. I freaking told you. you. No one. Everyone hates on me. Of course, I get it, dude. But you know, I roll the no, rock. No, you do roll the rock, but he really rolls the rock. Okay. Thank you. Yes. All right. Well, that that's true. just the guy that never I've... beat my high school records, trying to get one up on me for the first time ever. <laughs> it depends how many Red Bulls you're in, and that's, like what time of day. A lot of chew, a lot of Red Bull. There's <laughs> yeah. no one putts better than me on chew and Red Bull. You are the best putter on three Red Bulls I've ever seen. I swear, I tell these guys all the time. This is a good little tip for you as you're coming up about to win majors and stuff. You want to mimic the nerves. You're talking about playing well on the weekends. Here's what you do. You go to the range. You crush three, four Red Bulls and then go have a session. That gets your heart going, dog. Yeah. That's how you get ready for nerves. I did it. I was ahead of my time. And no one else does it. Don't tell that to other people because that's a little yeah. trick of the trade. Secret of the pros. Ninth green at nine type of situation. You go to the range next time you're with Boyd. Drink four Red Bulls and be like, all right, I'm ready to practice. That and you will that idea. will mimic Sunday afternoon back nine. Oh, my God. It's a terrible idea. And no one will ever do it. That's a good idea. Well, Dub, we can't thank you enough for coming on. Are you ready to sing a little Amarillo by morning? No, I can't believe I... <laughs> no, I'm not. I, are you kidding me?
No, you don't have to. You don't have to. Any, don't girl, have to. any girl you were that so I had a good chance on this with. podcast. You were so good on this podcast that we're going to let you slide. You All realize right. that's going to get out if of social media. If you hadn't gone into detail about the cuddling and the big spoon, little spoon, we would have made you do it. But because you gave us that and because you're going to be the next Bachelor, and which you'll probably have to sing. We are coming on The Bachelor with And him. we were going to be a part of The Bachelor that we will let you yeah. skate. If I, if I do get on that show, like all my boys are getting on that show. Hunter, dude, we will squeeze. We will smoke out the trash so fast. I love it, man. So you're the best. Thanks, thanks so much for Doug, coming on. Legend. That was Wyndham Clark on Golf Subpar. All right, and we're back. And that was Wyndham Clark, a.k.a. Dub. Nice enough to spend a little time with us. Dude, that was a fun one. Like, that's a fun – I've known him for a long time, but he is such a good dude. I think a lot – he'll open a lot of eyes, hopefully, this week with that. And he, he is so good to be around. And also, by the way, massive golf game that he's got, too. He is. He's super talented. He is super funny. I don't think I've laughed that much yeah. during an interview. He is incredible. Talking about, you know, his relationship with Chris Harrison possibly being – a bachelor, yes. a bachelor one day in the future. Um, his cuddling comments were probably my favorite. Yeah, big. Cuddler. I just want to be the little spoon. This is a big cuddler. I just like. I just want to be held. I just want to be held. I'm just a guy that wants to be held. What's wrong with that? I get it. And by the way, when we recorded that episode, he was late for a date. The women like him. The yeah, women we, like we, Dub. we caught him up. So if that relationship's still going, then he's got some smooth talking too, because he was about an hour late for. He got out of here. He's like, dude, I'm an hour behind. If, when I if she waited, he's definitely the real deal. You but won't he need was, that gig he on the fantastic. Bachelor. He is uh, he's going to be a superstar in this game and look out for Wyndham Clark in the future. If we could have only got him to sing. He's a little shy on, in, on the mic in terms of his vocals. Very disappointing. We'll, we'll, it's hard, a hard act to follow Rom up with what he did. That's true. But if we so. could have got a little Amarillo by morning out of Wyndham Clark, mm. George, George Strait might have called him to come on tour with him. He would have had the pick of the litter mm. of whoever he wants out there. Maybe in, next in time. The he'll be world. back. He'll, oh, be he'll back. definitely be back. But that was, that was a blast. And now that leads us into something... It's been a little bit less of a blast for me. That's our gambling picks for the week. So we got to get a quick update from mm. producer Mark here. I'm slightly down. It's not that I big. Mean, I only we probably had, don't even really need to go through the numbers. I right. only had four top 15s last week. It's not, yeah, but no I mean, deal, but numbers, I whatever. Yes, you know? so Colt, you're right. Four top 15 players. Rory McIlroy, T5. Matthew Fitzpatrick, T9. Harris English, T9. And Scotty Scheffler, T15. Mm, thank you. Oh, thank right. you. And, uh, thank you know, all the tour players. You know, uh, Drew also had Rory. Thank you. And and then uh, I think Jason Day backfired a bit on you. Can we talk about that? Y- yes, real quick? We, let him can finish we? going through and then we can, we can let <laughs> your team have it. Victor Hovland, T42. Abe Answer, T56. Leaving the standings right now is Colt with $2,867,656. Okay, and bad. Drew. <laughs> just shy of a milli. Just shy. Just shy. $996,050. Just, just under $2 million behind just a three, in I've got a three. You're three X up. I mean, it's not a big deal. This is a standard tortoise right. in the hair scenario. I'm going to let you have this moment because we joked around about it all last week. You took Jason Day. Of course. I, I told you there were stairs to climb from the from the putting green to the range, and it could be a problem. Yeah. He, he WD'd on you. Yeah. I mean, he could have stuck it out for you. I mean, dude, have a little heart. Just make you know, a cut. And gut give, it out. Give some dollars. Play the weekend. Put a little bit of points on the board for Team Sleaze here. Of course, we make every single joke last week. Like, oh, if only Jason Day doesn't stub his toe on the way to the first tee. Sure enough. And I was like, ah, you know, he's done with all those episodes. He's back. He's playing. Of course, no. Middle of the second round. <laughs> gone. See you later. So, standard if, issue. I pick him. I go out on a limb. Done. Doesn't play. He'll never be picked again. you could have seen the text <laughs> that Drew sent to producer Mark uh, and myself about this Jason Day. He was not happy. It was uh, there was a lot of rage involved, mm. a lot of inappropriate things that we cannot read 
on golf subpar. It's just not appropriate. That's just not the way I but coach But the good my news team. is we have this week. They're always- and we are on to the Players' Championship, the best tournament on the PGA Tour. Let's get into the picks. Fuck. I mean, it's an absolutely star-studded event. Yes. So how do you? who do you want to go first? You go. You want me to go you first? You go. You have the honor. I'm a man of integrity. All right. I'm going to go. I got to earn the tee. I'm doing – I'm – Giving you a chance here, I feel like. Okay. I'm going Good. a little, little off the wall with my favorite pick. So our favorites are within the 25 to 1 or better. 25 to 1 range. or better. Okay. He's played the Players' Championship three times. Okay. He's gotten better every year he's played it. 41st, 7th, 5th, I believe, last year. Okay. This is a perfect golf course for him, in my opinion. He's 32nd on the PGA Tour in greens and regulation. Loves the moment. Got to win a massive tournament soon. The guy's too good. Tommy Fleetwood is my favorite. Yep, that's not a bad pick. Not bad from a tee to green perspective. He missed one cut last week. His first time in like a hundred weeks. I think it's so a good thing. I don't blame. He's you. rested. I, I would not argue that. I would not. I think get, get a little rest, gear up. He's now he's got a little little uh, red ass coming into this week. Shock the world. Tommy Fleetwood not gonna knock it. Hard knock any of your picks right now, and I'm down three x, but I still will anyways. All right, I'm gonna go. Friend of the program here. Keeping it loyal, just like I picked Barn Rat the week he was on. I'm going John Rom coming in. He's 10 to 1. So last six PJ Tour starts, we do a lot of talking about Rory McIlroy and how he finishes high every week. Rom ain't too far behind. Last six starts, worst finish is 17th, top 10 in all other uh, uh, the other five events that he played. I don't think there's a bad course necessarily for him. And last year he was in the mix till he had a little mix up on the 11th hole, par five, wanted to go for it from a bunker under a tree with some wind. Maybe didn't make the best decision in the world. Incredible still. decision yeah, making. Just, I'm going to just hook this four iron under the tree, over the water, to the back left pin, and uh, everything will be fine. Make that so, pelican fly off its Yeah, exactly. Perch. I'm tied for the lead. Yeah, yeah, this is definitely the time to pull it off. So, anyways, I'm going John Rahm for my top dog. All right. Let's go to our second level, which is anywhere from 26 to 1 to 50 to 1 to win. You have the honor, sir. Okay, my honor here. There was I was being pulled in two directions. First thing jumped off the page of me, Brooks Kepka at 40 to one. Mm. Hard to not take Brooks Kepka in any golf tournament going off at 40 to one. Then being in the situation that I'm in where I built myself a little bit of a deficit here. I said, team sleaze needs a sure thing right now. I needed a steady Eddie guy. So I went with Matt Kuchar, 45 to one second at Riv recently, 22nd in Mexico city. He's taking a little side, taking a little time off since then. But I need I need a dude that I know is gonna punch the clock and be there on the weekend and make make my squad some money. So I'm going Matt Kuchar. He's the most sure thing I could find there. Past champion. Mm-hmm. Correct. Well, I think you slipped up here. Okay. Because there is me. a guy that I can't believe he's in this second tier. Okay. Also a past champion. Won in 2018. Last three starts at the Players Championship. 16th, first, 16th. Okay, it's not terrible. A little trend coming. Not okay? terrible. Only finished once. Finished outside the top 10 once this whole season. Okay. Two-week break. He's going to be rested. 40th in driving accuracy. Seventh in greens and regulation. you got to hit the fairways. you got to hit greens around TPC Sawgrass. I would know. Webb Simpson, 30-1. to 1. Yeah, that's a that's mm. the real deal Holyfield. That's the real deal Holyfield. That's a really good one. I actually, when I saw him, I was like, you will pick him. And I'm at the point now where I'm in my... I'm in a God, stage now where I got to make I, ties or losses to me at this point. So I got to move you're getting up. So desperate. that's a good, good pick. All right. For you. Well, now this is where this is where the, the real money yeah. happens. This is where if you can get guys to finish well, you, you've done your homework. You've succeeded. I'll start us off. Delete it. This is a weird pick. For, it's not a weird pick for me. It's just it goes against everything I do. Okay. Because he has no history of playing well here. Okay. Even though this should be a 
perfect golf course for this guy. Uh, like I said earlier, you got to drive it straight. You got to hit a lot of greens. It's a second. I mean, it's a first and a second shot golf course, but you have to put the ball in the fairway. You cannot succeed around TP Seasawgrass playing from the rough. It just does not work. He's got some fresh equipment in the bag. By fresh, I mean old. old Recently ripped up that PXG contract. My guy, Ches Reavy. Mm. He's 100 to 1. That is actually shocking. You mentioned that, like, course history he hasn't played well there before. That should be a joint that he thrives on. Okay. Doesn't miss fairways, does not miss greens. And for the sake of our amazing show here, and I knew I was going to pick him this week, we went and played Desert Forest on Friday. Hardest and, golf course in Scottsdale by a mile. And we're driving. I picked him up. You know, he's a little low on cash. Yeah. Can't afford an Uber or anything. So I, I get it. pick him up, driving up. And so we're talking about TPC Sawgrass. And he asked me, he's like, dude, I just have never played well there. I don't understand it. So the year before I played well, I sat down with Steve Elkington, who two-time winner around TPC Sawgrass. We went hole by hole of how to attack this place. And it worked out beautifully for me. I'm not going to tell y'all what he said. But I shared it with Chez Reeby oh, little for the, the sake of this. And I think Chez is going to have a big week. little ninth green at nine there. Mm. Professor Gravy clocking I shared in and some, I some knowledge. It. I mean, I don't need it anymore. No, nah, dude. You should be selling it. Some, I should. But Who for you a got? friend, you give it for free. Yep, of course. All right, what's his odds? Oh, he's 100, he's 100 to, one. to 1. That's wild, by the way. That's a good. That's, that's a sneaky, solid pick. I'm going first of my two here. I'm going to 60 to 1. Uh, guy does not play often on the PJ tour, but when he does, he's typically plays pretty well, major champion, major game, very good iron player, very good tee to green player. If he tones back, uh, driving actually is not flawless, but he doesn't need a ton of drivers this week. I'm going Louis Usaisen, 60 to one. Good player, best swinging golf, arguably. Yes, correct. And by the way, back to, not to, not to ignore your pick, but just back to the Ches Reavy thing. One more thing for you guys at home. He does have his old irons back in play and, the last three years, he's I think he's been top five in proximity to the hole, which is a huge stat around here. And he's got those irons back in play, and he looked great on Friday. He looked like the old Ches Reavy, the one that won about $8 million. The one that holed year. out from the fairway like 17 times yeah. last year and then, and then switched everything, so he's back to those ones. It, huh? it, it was Good. impressive. So yeah. just think about that, you guys at home. We probably just moved the line, to be honest. Yeah, he's going off at 42 to 1 yeah. now. All, All right. right, who's your last guy? My last guy, I'm going another kind of steady Eddie guy. Guy got a good course history around here, fifth last year. Arguably the best putter on planet Earth. Like him on courses where there's not a lot of drivers being hit or you don't have to hit driver if you don't. He's not the straightest and he's not the longest, but from closer he gets to the green, the better he is. I'm going Brant Snedeker, 80 to 1 for Brant Snedeker. Fifth last year. Yeah, I just, I need veterans. I need guys that know how to get it done right now. I need no more of these flyers. I need no guys coming up limp, coming up lame on Saturdays and Sundays. I need guys that are going to be around for the weekend, punch the clock, work. That's the sleaze motto. I need, I need right. blue collar guys. I'll be honest, I didn't see that one coming. And I doubt you're going to see the one coming that I have next. Okay. Another guy, 100 to 1. Perfect. Mm. This is my chance. He's only played here once. His last three weeks on tour have been incredible. 14th, 5th, 5th. He's got an unbelievable attitude, which I think is huge around TPC Sawgrass because a lot of things can happen. This guy does not shy away from the moment. Joel Damon, I just I love his game. He keeps getting better and better each week. He finished 12th here last year. I think he could some, turn some heads around TBC Sawgrass this week. Good game for him. We were a good track for him. Got a good game for it. Incredible iron player. Really good iron player. Yeah, I, I can't knock the picks. It's hard for me to knock any of them right now when you're down 3X uh, in the standings. But like I said, 
we're in the first hundred meters of a marathon right now. We didn't, can't start. Just can't start hoisting any trophies just yet. All right. Well, let's go over our picks. I got Tommy Fleetwood, Webb Simpson, Ches Reeve, Joel Damon, and I'm I'm rocking with John Rom. Matt Kuchar, Louie, the great Ustazen, and Brant Snedeker. Well, best of luck to you, Sleazy. Yes, you got some catching up to do. Well, best of luck to you, Sleazy, and thank you all for listening. We'll talk to you next week on Golf Subpar. (laughs) 